gentlemen, welcome to Scanlines episode 7. The podcast is available on all audio platforms and YouTube with the video. I'm going to throw it right away. We're getting right into it. New segment, we're going to start off every podcast with pickups. We always are collecting, I know a couple of us in this room right now, have new things we're collecting for. So I want to start it off. I'm hyped to show all of you guys. Sadly, Danny and Anthony aren't here because this is the biggest pickup I've had in a while. Are you ready? Oh, really? Are you ready? Eric. Oh, are you Eric. starting it off? Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh, let's see it. <gasps> yeah, Danny and Ant not being here is a bummer. Oh, it looks heavy, dude. Oh! oh! Yes, dude. The Sega Dreamcast complete in box. Complete US in box launch edition. Dude, Dude, that's that, the sick. I, I forgot how cool the North American box looks. I love, the design I love that they do this weird, like, why do they make it like thermal? A thermal? <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's a military it's project. <laughs> that's some late 90s and? right there, man. That's great. Dude, and, um, wow. Look at these are honestly the box. Pretty clean. Like, pretty good condition. Yeah. Like, I'm not hell yeah, lie. I can tell. And, and I'm surprised, awesome. I've been looking for a Dreamcast for so long, just like yes. I, like months, dude. Yes. It's been months, I've been patient. I almost spent like 180 for like, I, okay. I, I wanted like a boxed version. I got, yeah. I got this, it was like the thing went up for like two hours, it was 130. Uh, really? Sorry. Not, not, <laughs> not terrible. Not terrible. I say it's one of the lower. No, that's not bad at all. I don't think, dude. I I I am such a big Dreamcast fan that like even if you told me like if this was three hundred bucks, it wouldn't phase me, because like it's worth it. I think, in my yeah, opinion, dude, I like I I personally <laughs> think you're gonna have a blast with it. And I know you like JRPGs, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever played Skies of Arcadia? No, I was looking at that. I was looking at that and uh, Time Stalkers. Time Stalkers is subpar, if anything, compared to that game. No, I heard Just Skies of Arcadia, yeah. It's, it's fucking, I don't even, um, I, I say this almost every podcast, but I'm not the biggest JRPG fan, and I've had a good time with that game. It's very fun. Like, and it's, they do a cool thing with the, just the style of it, the music, the way, it's just very polished for a JRPG. Like, sometimes they can feel a little clunky or a little janky or a little, like, just, like, copy-pasted from previous formulas. Um, yeah. That one, it two is on there too. I think Grandia one and two. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, you have those, a bunch of Jer- in, in America. Like I, I, I'm a very like boxed collector. Like I don't like getting loose discs yeah. and stuff. A little pricey. Yeah. In America, <laughs> it's a little pricey. Little pricey. Well, that's but, uh, where. That's where I. Or sorry, I. Oh, sorry. No, 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 you go, you go. I was gonna say that's where uh, having a friend who lives in Japan comes in handy because if you want to purchase a certain game in, in the u.s and it's too expensive but it's cheap here i recommend you buy it through me and i can either send it in the mail or just give it to you the next time i see you but it's yours like just knowing it's uh knowing uh it's yours oh the music just cut out huh oh damn the music bot. I gotta change the um, camera sorry about that um <clears throat> that was my fault for having the music playing while we we're getting ready this morning sorry no we're good, we're good. uh no, yeah, but like long, long answer short is you could have me buy the game for you and then you could just burn the disc and run it on your yeah. Dreamcast in yeah. the meantime. But know that you own it because I'll have like a thing for you and I'll, I'll send it to you. If you ever want, just let me know because that's what I do personally to save a lot of money. I own the Japanese copy and then I just burn the English version of it. The only games that you can't do that with 
that I know of off the top of my head is Shenmue. Um, yeah, I think there's a couple one ones you can't, right? Uh, it's too big. Yeah. Like the the, yeah. the burnable discs, like for music, are about 700 megabytes, <laughs> and those games are over, or they're about a, a full gig. So yeah. those are some exception games that you can't do, but I don't think Shenmue is too expensive. And even if it is, no. well, the most you'd pay for an English version in Japan is called US Shenmue. That goes for like $60. Hmm. It was like they re-released the English version of the game in Japan hmm. for some reason. That's so it right. has Japanese subtitles, but it's in English. So it's if you are really desperate for a copy, let me know. But you I, can also get it on Steam for five bucks. So just yeah. whatever I, you want. I actually saw Shenmue like pretty – I thought Shenmue was like – I remember like growing up, it was always like Shenmue was like the rarest game. I don't know why I always thought that. But like I see it around for like cheaper than a lot of other games. Well, I, I it's think probably pretty common. The thing about Shenmue is that there was a lot of uh, like stigma around it because it was such like at the time it was a big game because yeah. it had like it was like big, at the time it it was being made it was like the biggest budget for a game ever, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah and yeah. you know, and it was kind of like open worldish, and like people were walking around. The graphics were like crazy, and it was on the Sega Dreamcast, right? So, yeah. Um, I think one thing to comment about the Sega Dreamcast is like it, it the lifespan of the console is so short, but the like the library is so solid. It's like there's so many good games, right? And it, and it it brings that arcade experience home. Well, yeah, and they what the reason bouncing off of that that you do get the arcade experience is they literally just took the Naomi Two, which is what was in the arcades at the time. The set like that was what was running their games, like Crazy Taxi. Oh, really? I could be wrong about these details, but yeah, yeah. more or less they, they took the guts from the arcade system and it's called the Naomi. And they pretty much just made it a home console. And that's the Dreamcast. Mm. So that's why you get so many ports like Crazy Taxi and House of the Dead. Also Typing of the Dead, dude. dude I highly want that recommend so bad. It. I want it so bad. If you need a keyboard for cheap and it's too expensive there, I, I can buy you one here oh, for like twenty dollars. I could do that. Oh. Yeah, yep, I, need, I can get I need, you. I need I, and I sure. It's awesome. Typing of the Dead is awesome. Super, oh. super fun. If you actually need to work on your typing, I'm not even joking. It's a really good way to learn because I wanted to learn how to actually like use all my like finger digits, yeah. like rather than just like because I can type fast with like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. muscle memory, but I wanted to do it proper. Typing of the Dead. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I, people were saying that like, uh, like some schools and high schools used to like teach typing with that, like <laughs> typing in the dead game, like in America and stuff. That's so that's kind of cool. My 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 Christian parents would have sent a a really strong worded <laughs> yeah. letter. Yeah, definitely. What's not. with this evil? <laughs> definitely no Catholic schools <laughs> playing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, dude, congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. Man. Have you have you fired it up yet, or is it still in box? You just you kept I, it. I I took it out. the The one thing about the console is the console is very yellowed, but I think I can yeah. fix that. Yeah, get some of that that bright whatever. Yeah. What's it called? Retro, retro I saw, bright. I saw people doing UV lights though, and like getting really good results. Like not even with the okay. the like that. It's basically like a hair salon bleach that they use. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, I've never done it myself, but I, I know what you're talking about. I know sometimes much that can be a little more dangerous to, to the console. Okay. But uh, with the UV lights, I've seen like a lot of people just just have to put it on for a long time. Um, but uh, Well, I mean, I think you take all the motherboard guts out before you do it anyways, so you should yeah. be fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask is um, the guy also included, because I know there's a lot of – we can get into this on different podcasts – I kind of want to do more uh-huh. focused podcasts about certain consoles and stuff. I just think Dreamcast is a great one because it has so many cool yeah. accessories and like um, the different ways to, you know, display games and, you know, there's this whole like 
we could go on forever. Yeah. That. But the guy included yeah. like a VGA cable. Fuck like, yeah, so there you it. go. So, so I was kind of like, that's, oh, that's, that's awesome. sick to include, you know? Because normally you got to like get a whole, like I think the retro big just... like connector and stuff. Yeah. So I was just going to say, because it supports VGA natively, which is very uncommon for consoles, you don't actually necessarily have to own a CRT with scan lines. I know this is the scan lines podcast. We love yeah. a, a tube TV. We love it retro, but you don't necessarily have to. You can just get a normal flat monitor, like an older, you know, just an old, just a cheap $20, $30, $40 Goodwill purchase monitor. Yeah. You're good to go. No lag. It's going to look incredible. And it, it, you can almost treat it like an arcade unit, like especially when you fire up Crazy Taxi mm. and just have it kind of running in the corner of your room, dude. Like that 60 frames per second looks so smooth and so crisp. It's yeah. uh, it's actually unbelievable how well it's aged, in my opinion. Like some of the controls, obviously for older games, are still kind of tanky. Like you play Resident Evil and it's tank controls, but the graphics are awesome. Yeah. Like you're you're gonna be impressed, yeah. I think. I don't as a retro guy. Yeah. Well, funny story. I don't want to take up too much time with my pickup, but the okay. Um, funny story about. I remember. Uh, I sh- I told Sebastian before about the pickup. Cause I always kind of just share. Cause I, whenever I get something, I have to yeah. tell someone, dude. Cause I'm like, fuck, man, I gotta, yeah, I know, I gotta let someone know. Yeah. Um, so he asked me if I had any Dreamcast games, and I'm like, I don't right now. So um, I definitely gotta pick up Sonic Adventure because we're gonna, you know, all play that hopefully, and yeah, figure that out. Um, but yeah, I actually do have a Dreamcast game, and I found it. So at my uh, job, um, I like manage a bunch of spaces, like warehouse spaces and stuff, and I, a lot of the times, like people like we have to evict them or something and this one guy was like basically a hoarder he had just like so many different things we had to clean out the whole place like redo it paint it and everything dude and he had a bunch of like cds i found like porn dvds and stuff and <laughs> and i found under all like in the middle of all these porn dvds i found crazy taxi <laughs> wow nice. on the dreamcast <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah yeah it's a li- it might be a you little soiled it. and dirty but I hope hopefully it works. Again, yeah. again even it. if it doesn't work, you can just burn a copy yourself yeah. and play it and you own the case. So you're True. good to go. Like that's how I justify it. If you own the game, sanitizer on it, yeah. burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I was going to ask uh, regarding the Dreamcast. So how, how old is the console now? It's like going on like 20 years around now. It came on 99. Like yeah, I think 2020. Yeah, so. 2021 years. How do the consoles hold up? Because you know, like, ps2 fats like they kind of like have like kind of some consoles have like certain lifespans of like how long they last so like i mean i i could attest to mine it still runs i haven't modded mine yet yeah um but they of course any any disc-based system is prone to eventually break down you just need to go in and repair it um most people once their disc drive breaks you can replace the disc drive but most people just switch over to the sd card loading similar to the uh, gc loader on the the gamecube um I have that one on my GameCube, but on the Dreamcast, most people switch to that. So then you just load all your games off of an SD card instead. And then the, it makes no... But then you don't get the the loud noise of the Dreamcast when it's loading your disc. It's like... Yeah. Oh, no. That's what I was going to mention. That's part of it. I, I heard that the, the disc drive's kind of loud. It's kind of loud, but yeah. you, it, you it kind of grows on you. I got to be honest. It kind of grows on you. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Because, like... Go ahead. I also heard that... um. Like, actually, no, I didn't hear. I'm saying, like, I, I, I'm going to take this one out of the box right now. But, like, the console yes. feels so just, like, solid and, like, yeah. I don't know, like, very, um, it seems, it's well designed, well designed. 
Yeah, it's definitely a durable, compact, like neat kind of future. It's got like some nice curves. It's a sexy yeah, console. And it, I was about yeah. to say, it's very sexy. Like, it's a sexy console thing, and it's small. Like, yeah. It's nice and hefty. Thing. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a square. Beautiful. Yeah, but it's got like As the, I curves. Say, like, uh, that, just put some wheels uh, on it. Like, come on. <laughs> that, you know, side the, profile, that side profile looks nice. You know what this the is? The sexiest one in existence you know this is, is the... Uh, you know what this is? That's a toilet opening in Japan. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah. Little spray. Yeah. <laughs> it's Little bidet. I'm surprised they didn't make like a, nice, uh, a commercial about that being like the toilet or something. I can see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Our console is a toilet. They may as well have, dude, because the whole their whole campaign yeah. was how like Sega wasn't as cool as PlayStation. <laughs> so it shows like it shows like like seriously. If you go on YouTube and type in like Sega Dreamcast commercials with like the Sega CEO, it's literally like the CEO. Just having like a meltdown because he's losing to Sony, and it's like showing. And then the console eventually died, so it's actually really sad. <laughs> like it doesn't really make sense as a campaign. That's in Japan. Sorry, I should I should clarify that was the Japan. Yeah. Uh, and then they made that campaign. one edition. In America, they have these weird. America, dude. So Sega, we can talk about Sega for a while. Should we do the yeah. rest of our pickups and then talk about yeah, Sega? Because yeah, 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 yeah. I I can talk about Sega for a while. Yeah. On how uh, the Sega Saturn did not bode well for the future of the dreamcast nah. it put a lot of people off to sega in general but dude that's awesome to summarize that's yeah, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm well, the only reason i was asking if you took it out of the console is i'd love you to test a burnt disc just to make sure your version uh runs them because some technically don't but yeah. it's pretty uncommon it's very it's launch edition right it's the launch edition so it yeah should, right? i mean the and the guy put it in it, the guy in the description put it's the one that burns the disc so oh there you I'm go hoping you know it should just literally go buy some uh, like for five bucks just a thing of uh blank cds and just try to burn evil you own crazy taxi try that game because since you own it and then just if it works it works it's good to check and see if japanese games work etc just to make sure it's like region free or whatever but it should be if it if it's the right is model it, is it region free if you burn the disc yeah but not not natively oh, okay. no or actually wait a minute that is a good question. Is it region free? <laughs> because I burned my disc, I'm actually burn, not sure. You know? Actually, I think it's fine because I run Japanese games on it, and I think I own a few American games. Let me check. Um, region free. I I, I I don't think it is. It's just that it runs discs. Um, yeah, yeah. It's saying right. that this is the model that that runs it. This is the it's HKT not thirty twenty. Okay, it's not natively um, region free, but you can burn uh, boot discs if you don't want to burn the game itself. So, like you, if you own an American, uh oh, are we okay? Uh, you put in the disc, yeah, I think we're gonna, and then uh, once the game's loaded, you open the tray, take out the disc, put your game in, close it, and it boots it up. It like bypasses mm. the region lock. But I recommend just burning the game if you're going to do that uh, to save the hassle because it's – anyways. Yeah. Anyways, oh, awesome yeah. system. I think that's yeah. awesome. Let's see and what you guys end up putting it, Yeah. Sure. If you end up not connecting it to your CRT, just find a VGA monitor and have, have fun, man. That's awesome. A 4x3 one preferred because yeah. it'll look good. I'll do mine because it's quick. And then Sebastian, I think he has some cool stuff to show. I already spoiled this to you guys on the our Instagram chat. 
but uh, Anthony bought this game as a drunk purchase for about $100 a couple months back. And I was like, oh, it actually looks kind of cool. And I wasn't like seeking it out, but I was at a game shop here in Japan and just happened to see it for a very, very cheap price. And since I run my GameCube games off of SD card anyway, if the disc is scratched, it doesn't even matter. I just want to own it. Um, Billy Hatcher and the yeah, Giant Egg. Yeah. Uh, this was only uh, how much? Actually, I don't remember the price that I paid, but I think it was about like after conversion, about fifteen dollars. So very, very, very cheap for compared game. to Anthony. I love this game. <laughs> and dude, we used to have that game, man. It's awesome. I never owned it growing up, but I, I it, it's made by Sonic Team. Uh, it's basically kind of, um, I don't know, it kind of feels like Sonic, but you're rolling a big egg, uh, which almost feels, well, okay, I'll say one thing really quick and then I'll actually just move on. But Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg's got great music, great fluid controls. I've only played the first couple stages, but it feels kind of like, almost like Super Monkey Ball, hmm. where you have to like get to the end of the stage. But this one requires you to level up your egg in order to be able to break walls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there's some like... Puzzles. There's some monster killing mechanics on yeah. top of like, the, the rolling of the ball, so it kind of feels yeah. like Monkey Ball. Well, it's the same team, isn't it? Didn't Mon didn't Sega make Monkey Ball? I don't know if it was the Sonic team necessarily, so. but I could double check that. That's probably where they got the idea. Was like, let's just have them rolling the ball, but you can get different balls and level them up. Because depending on the egg you level up, you get different abilities um, when you hatch the egg. It sounds weird by that description, but it's super awesome and the music's yeah, it's, really it's, good. Yeah, Sega developed by. Developed by Sega, Amusement Vision, yeah. and pub published by Sega. Uh, I had one point and I totally forgot it, so never mind. <laughs> I was Sorry. gonna say one thing and I forgot. Sorry, uh, Can I get those eggs scrambled? No, it's okay. Sorry. The Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. I thought I had something to say there. Um, I don't know. I guess not. But, and, but and it's spent a hundred dollars. I didn't um, have to spend a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So. And again, really? the, the disc was like a little scratched when they were like selling it to me. They're like, so just just so you know, it's it's kind of scratched. It's a little scuffed. But again, I just I, I have the SD mod on mine. So I just load the American version and it, yeah. it works just fine. Boy. I had one more thing to say, but I can't remember. I'll, I'll bring it up if I, if I remember. But okay. awesome game. Only 15 I think, bucks. I think to comment on Billy Hatcher, I think that game is kind of like a forgotten game. Because like I think at the time when it was coming out, since it was made by Sonic Team, there was a little bit of hype around it, I guess, maybe because... You know, it's made by the same developer yeah. and then a, a Sonic. But then, and there was commercials for it on TV, I think. Yeah. Because I remember that song too. playing. That song I remember playing everywhere, dude. The, I never, know. I never heard of it. I like, I, before Anthony bought it, I didn't even know what it was. So I'm, it's a good discovery. Definitely I think it's underrated. Out. I think it's, it's underrated game, I think. Looks yeah. good on a CRT. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of game you want to find if like, you have a system and you've been playing it for like, you know, the top games and you're like, I need something different. You know, there's always games like that. And that's definitely one of them. It's a very, um, it's a very arcadey type of game, which personally I really, really, I think that's why you'll like the Dreamcast. There's a lot of just legit, just you boot it up, you play for like 15 minutes and you're yeah. like, all right, I'm good. But you're not like bored. You're just like, I'm good. Like that was yeah. a good, you finish one level, two levels. Okay. See you next time. And it's a lot easier for me mentally to like, boot that kind of game up then boot up something like the witcher or yeah. grab the auto where yeah. you're going to be there all day i just like i just want to play for 20 minutes sometimes that 20 minutes turns into two or three hours naturally but you don't i like the arcade honestly so, man i think thanks for the recommendation. arcade games are eternal i'm pretty sure speaking of arcade games uh -oh. yeah i got 
I got the uh, Sega uh, Genesis recently. Well, hey. Mega Drive here in Japan. They they literally it's kind of like the Dreamcast where they Sega kind of had that formula of just porting their games. Because um, like they have like Altered Beast and Ghouls and Ghosts. Aladdin feels like an arcade kind of game. It's not, but it feels like it. Sonic, I guess. I don't know. But all, all the games I own are pretty arcadey. So I boot that up, play for like 20 minutes. Altered Beast, that's a or Shinobi, you know? Those yeah. are those are some great games. Dude, um, you mentioned honestly Aladdin, like the Genesis and the Nintendo one, like we used to play. Honestly, man, I think it's a great, like, just actual game. I think it's, it's a good similar, game. Kind of similar to like kind of Battletoads in a way. Um, like I remember like you know the ballots was like infamous uh level of like the like the 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 the, the surfing whatever level mm-hmm. where they're on the, the yeah. cruise ships or it's whatever. Like impossible yeah. like the Aladdin yeah. has this one level like basically the same like thing and it's so fucking hard the magic carpet yeah man I love it though like, yeah I love that game it's very well, challenging it's fun Go ahead. It's it's a yeah. fun game. It's just like the, the the sprites, the animations, the art style matches the actual. Yeah. As kids, you know, we grew up watching Disney movies, so like, you felt like you were playing Aladdin, and then like, it, it was, was good, you like... know, entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. I think it's it was... Capcom. Capcom was making all yeah. those games, right? Like the Mickey Mouse's, the all those like Disney's type games. Capcom was in charge, and they were doing a good job. Yeah. They actually hired the actual Disney artists to do the sprite animations for that game, so that's why they look so good. Because oh, they, really? it feels fluid as hell. Yeah, it's really cool. Yo, where's Capcom um, now, dude? They're playing Monster Hunter, dude. They're making bank. Oh, true. Off of my girlfriend, dude. She's she's all in. <laughs> <laughs> They've got her hooked. She loves those games. Damn, I forgot man. that's Capcom. I, I, it's, it's Capcom. Yeah. yeah. It. So what else are they, are they? They do well. Also, aren't they doing Resident Evil? Isn't that Capcom? That's true. Yeah. Resident Evil Eight. Yeah. So we're like, what are they doing? Well, they are doing some yeah, big things, yeah, yeah. but it's just more like AAA. It's less yeah. Disney. I want to see a Disney come back because, uh, anyways, we'll let Sebastian get to his pickup. Yes. Yeah, we can talk so forever. Speaking of arcade, Capcom and Genesis and all these games, so I actually have a pickup that's related. That I think Eric might know this game. My mic just can't. Mike's so, falling asleep. <laughs> Mike's Mike had a rough day. Mike had a rough day. <laughs> um but yeah so this game that i got um eric wow. I, I don't know if you own this game for the genesis because it's actually this this game is kind of are you guys okay yeah keep talking dude it's just me laugh. you don't have to stop like keep going I'm keep just going <laughs> so dead air man um, am i not allowed to laugh yeah no, come no, on, you man. can you can you can um eric i don't know if you have this game you said that three um, times sega genesis but this game is kind of related to playstation and sega genesis so Check this out. What is it? Uh, I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> so this is um. Maybe, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's kind of a lot going on on the cover. Yeah, it's a lot going on, on the cover. Can you zoom in? What's that? what is that? I, I can't get You're this to focus. Say it, dude. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> this is called Strider. Strider one and two. I don't think Eric even knows it. <laughs> you don't know it? Dude. I've never heard of it. You never heard of Strider? Never heard of Strider? Never heard of it. <laughs> dude, look at this cover, dude. This cover looks this this is one of probably one of the sickest box art covers, dude. I was hoping Eric <laughs> would know this. So. I didn't I felt like there's gonna be a big and I was just like never heard of it. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Let me let me let me, let me, let me educate right, you right. Let me let me educate this you. So a- Strider 
You dude, have to educate me. Strider yeah. came out on the <laughs> Dude, it came out. So there was an original, I think there was a, on the NES, but then Sega Sega Mega Drive and Sega Genesis, that's where this game came out. It's it's a port, it's an arcade game, and it they ported it onto the Sega Genesis and Sega Mega Drive. And it's like kind of like a shinobi style, like you know, side scrolling, like not really a beat em up, but it's more like of a action platformer type thing. And yeah, it's a really great game. It's got great mechanics, and um, they also added it to the PlayStation, and it's made by Capcom, and they developed it on the PlayStation. But they made Strider Two, so this game is actually one and two. It's the arcade um, version or Genesis, like same one in the Genesis, but it's on PlayStation. And then there's Strider Two on it, which is a very short game, but it's super cool. Like it's, I think you would like it, Eric. You should you should check this out. Okay. It's honestly wait. You Strider, said it. Strider's a pretty rare game. So like this is this is big for Sebastian because he never buys anything, and he spent more than yes. five dollars on a game. Oh yeah, my this, god. This, <laughs> this 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 ran me like a three thousand eight hundred yen around there. I don't know if you remember. And it's um, in super good condition. Uh, Eric, you played a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, right? Uh, fuck yeah, dude! Marvel vs. So, Capcom two. So Str- yeah, Strider's a character in the game. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's I never Strider. knew who it was. Hear you. Hear exactly. you. So, so gotcha. Strider's like the like they had arcade cabs, and it's actually a pretty rare cabinet. Um, but it's basically like nice. it's, it's like a Ninja Gaiden Shinobi type of like runner kind of, but like three D, um, like I, like a side scrolling three D kind of, and like it has it's it's known for like one of the really good like side scrolling, uh, like kind of beat 'em up like isometric kind of platformer so he's on the he's on the capcom side of marvel versus capcom then yeah okay definitely yeah there's some weird it's a it's a a good it's definitely an uh kind of more of an unknown game but it's pretty rare (laughs) you're telling me yeah (laughs) yeah dude i think you can can pick up you can pick up i think the first one which is this this cover um you can pick up the first one on the sega on your sega mega drive and you can play it and dude it's really cool the mechanics are, it's like people love it. And um, because the mechanics are so cool, like the guy kind of like, when he jumps, he does like somersaults and it's super like fluid. And um, it's a it's supposed to be a really, really good game. So um, when I saw it, I was kind of like, I, I officially started collecting for PlayStation 1, I decided, because I got the PS Classic recently. So I was like, I'm just going to start buying games and then putting them onto my PlayStation Classic and yeah. um, playing, playing them. So it feels better to like own the game. And then... Um, there's yes. a lot of cool stuff. Also, Japan has a lot of a lot of games that never came out in the U.S. that still haven't been translated and stuff like that. So there's a whole lot of games to collect for over here. Um, and like your point, um, go ahead, Mike. I'll be quiet. Sorry. That's Sebastian, I think. I was huh? saying. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say something. No, I was I'll, I'll talk then. There. Go ahead. Uh, going off your point, I'm glad you appreciate that point of like it feels good to own the game and then run it because like I say this all the time. But if you get like a PlayStation Classic and mod it and then just download like 2000 games, you'll never really play it after like a couple days because you have it's like that Netflix syndrome of having too much that you don't know what to pick. You'd rather like hit a random button and play something random. Um, So I, I, I. I think you'll you're already coming to appreciate that that you when you because then when now that you bought this game, you invested some money, you don't buy a lot of games. When you load it onto your system, it, it's going to mean so much more. You're actually going to want to feel like you want to get your money's worth. So you're likely going to play it to completion a lot more than if you just downloaded it. So um, 
it's going to make the game a lot more memorable for you, I think. I'm looking at the gameplay on the Mega Drive. It looks definitely like a kind of like a intense uh, Shinobi is how I would describe this. Dude, He's doing it's like good. Vaults. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's like there's a climbing cat, there's climbing mechanics. There's a lot of cool stuff in it. And um, it's a really good game. Yeah, I definitely recommend people checking okay. it out. I I've, 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 I've fired it up and uh, it's, I've, the second one is kind of it's crazy because kind of the second after the second one, this game kind of died um, because I think they ran into some kind of production trouble. They were the original creator and they were like there was a lot of turnover rate because they were, they were it was super ambitious. Like if you actually see Strider 2, dude, it's so like the art style and the like the gameplay is so awesome. Like it's it's literally like an arcade like super like arcade style, something you maybe yeah. see on like Dreamcast. Maybe well, yeah, it comes from the arcade. The right? Yeah. yeah, it's two is also on the Mega Drive. And the weird thing about two though, isn't it like really short? Right, special. It's super short. Yeah, it's super short. So, and also with these games, since they're arcade games, there's no saves. It's just straight up. You have yeah. to just play through, and um, you, you can't like save it at all. Trial no, kind of save yes, yeah, so it's it's kind yeah. of you have to kind of perfect perfect your runs essentially. Sort of the, the replay value in a lot of these Sega arcade games is, like you were just saying, is because there's no continues. Like, if you were to do a full playthrough your first time on, say, for example, like, well, I don't know, any of these games, right? Like Shinobi or something or Altered Beast. Like, if you're a pro at the game, you could beat it in, like, 20, 30 minutes just because you know the routes and all these things. But the, the fun is getting faster and faster at being able to beat the game. Like, even to be able to beat one of these games your first time will usually take you like a good couple hours yeah. um, and a lot of resets and a lot of like fucks. So like that's the replay value. So it's like it's fun when you meet like a second like Genesis collector or something and they can like boot up a game and they kind of know it already. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I can beat this in like 45 minutes. Like Aladdin's a good example. You could beat Aladdin in like 20 minutes yeah. if you know what you're doing. But to get to that point to know what you're doing takes a lot of repetition. Um, but so there's it's not for everyone, but I personally enjoy it because it's it might feel like a really short game, but the replay is it's almost like speed running, but not really. Yeah. You're just trying to see how good you can get. It's um, there's something fun to it. Eric, sure. I think the Strider Two you're looking at on the Mega Drive isn't the one on the PlayStation. I think there's they might have the same name, but this one has like more like Strider Two on PlayStation has more like 3D backgrounds. It doesn't resemble the first one. It's a well, totally yeah, different like you know Genesis yeah. and PlayStation. So just just totally just so you don't get confused with that. There's a there's nice, there's a, there's a Strider Two in 1990 and there's a Strider Two in 1999. For some reason, the um, sh the Super Shinobi game on the Genesis uh, here in Japan is extremely expensive. It's like sixty bucks loose, um, but in America it's like thirty or twenty five. So I'm, I'm I'm on the hunt for Shinobi Super Shinobi. Yeah. I have the um, they released the original Shinobi like the arcade one on the Nintendo Switch, and it's it, it's one of my favorite games of all time. The original Shinobi. Yeah. I don't know how much you've played it. They have it for sale on the Switch. I have like the fight stick, so oh, it feels yeah. like I'm playing on the arcade. Dude, it's that and Donkey Kong. There's some great arcade this on the Switch. Um, some great yeah. emulation on there. Yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up is like these ideas like with the like we've been mentioning a lot about like this arcade kind of feel to like games. I feel like uh -huh. I want to like separate because like I feel like now you don't really like newer games. I feel like like who's doing that still like now? You know what I mean? I mean, there is like, you I know, mean, like, like there is like the indie, like roguelike kind of, you know, like that's the, it. The, you know, yeah. you do playthroughs. You know, you don't like save and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I feel like there's there's still like a difference, you know, because like it's it's meant to be um, 
I don't know. I don't know what the how to like this like pinpoint what the difference is between back then and like yeah, the games that are the atmosphere has the atmosphere for like modern games has certainly changed over the years in like Fortnite and you know battle royale games and Starcraft and Dota and like list any like competitive esport they've Dude, changed ima- so imagine, much. Imagine like back then if there's like a Fortnite cabinet like no oh like, dude yeah no <laughs> uh, <laughs> no <laughs> um, you know what's interesting i think i think like what you said is the the probably the the mostly and maybe only people who are making arcade games still are the indie scene yeah um so there's less money in it but those who enjoy those games seem to almost always pick up those games no matter what so they're faithful like you got shovel knight and celeste yeah. And that yeah. that that uh, what's that Dante Satan Hades game? Hades, yeah, I've heard Hades. that's awesome. Yeah. I've heard that's, that's awesome. So in and, uh, and Street of Rage Four, I have a poster. I just got here. You can barely see it, but I I was showing it last week. But that recently came out. It's awesome. It's literally the arcade game, but just the graphics sprites are now like done by artists instead. So the graphics changed, but the actual gameplay is exactly like the original. Mm. um so I, I don't know for better or worse it's only indie but maybe it's a good thing yeah i don't know because well, yeah. i mean the capabilities of an arcade game now like in a sega machine like if you go to like an arcade in japan it's like gundam like fuck it you know because they can do anything now yeah they're not limited by sprites so i don't know like do they really want to make an arcade game anymore yeah. well now it's like with like, games right when you when they refer to like games they say like if a game is like arcadey, they'll be like, "Oh, it's an arcadey kind of game." Or the gameplay is arcadey, where it's like, you know, or there's an arcade mode. So it's like games, like I think, like I think Sega still has that arc, arc, those arcade roots, and they're still making arcadey type games. For example, like the Yakuza series, I would say you can consider it more like an arcadey fighter brawler, right? Because you're kind of the way the nature of the gameplay, right? But I think nowadays, like the nature of the gameplay is what they refer to as arcade since games aren't yeah, but I, arcade anymore on home consoles. Even like when people say that though, I feel like it doesn't even like really translate to like, if you think about a cabinet back, like you're like a crazy taxi game or like time trial shit. Like I feel like it doesn't refer to that. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Like it doesn't feel like the same thing. Like I wanted to bring up like one like newer uh, kind of thing. Eric, when I visited you in Portland, you were showing me the game killer queen. Like that's newer, yes. right? Yeah. So like that's like oh, I yeah, was thinking dude. about that. I'm like, yo, that's an arcade like game. You know what I mean? And that that's 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 a great example of an indie team making an actual game that would have existed and could have existed back in the late eighties. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. That game is awesome. They basically uh ooh, what's the game it's based off of? Um I don't know joust it's called joust yes, is joust. the game you're basically you're on you're on little ostriches and you float if you if you have no idea what i'm talking about but those who know you know if you type in joust for the arcade it's you use this like flat mechanic where you spam the jump button to get yeah. flight you gain momentum and bounce off each other and it's it's crazy physics but the physics are so crazy that it's fun and um they basically made a, a modern game called killer queen there's only a few um locations that really have the uh, machine because they only made so many but it's actually 10 player so it's it's a huge arcade machine with uh and it's it's not even you, you know it's it's a modern arcade so it's using flat screens but it has a flat screen on one side flat screen on the other side and it's one team versus the other team there's one queen another queen and then like different types of workers 
and it's it's the best machine to have in a barcade ever because you're it kind of it's kind of a pricey game but because you're playing with 10 people like everyone pitches in money to be able yeah. to afford the next round so sometimes like the loser buys the next round or people just like hey i got five bucks just put it on the thing and like let's play because you know it's five bucks um it's it's so fun i highly recommend there is a version of that game on the switch yeah. but it's a little different but it's still very fun it's the the actual arcade is better but the the version they released on the switch is called like the black queen or something the black the black killer widow queen or black. something killer queen black killer queen black okay yeah it, but it's online you can play online yeah. it's super fun i highly recommend at least taking a look at it but if you ever find a real machine yeah. it's in limited locations but the one it. i know is in portland oregon yeah, that was, go to ground that control was... I think one of my favorite arcade like cabinets for sure. Like, Isn't that awesome? That was like one of the most like you don't want to stop. You know what I mean? And everyone's like waiting no. to play. You're like, dude, oh, that's what I love. That's about, the like, thing. Arcade, is it's actually, you know what I mean? it's actually, it's not even like, oh, let's play Donkey Kong because it's nostalgic Donkey Kong. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. I want to play that game. Like people actually want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's actually a very, very fantastic game. And it's fun. Modern time. <laughs> Honestly, man, I think like if. These big companies like Sega, like Capcom, if they're still like made arcade, like I mean in Japan they still do, but if they made like new arcade cabinet games, like people yeah. go to barcades. I'm like, dude, they do. Barcades are the most popping places, man. Like so many people go. I feel like you gotta make money. You gotta be able to make money. Yeah. And I, I would, I would, I would almost argue because I, I when I go to an arcade now, and I don't know if you've ever been to a. This is for listeners. I don't know if you've ever been to an arcade here in Japan, but they they have basically it's usually like a tower building and yeah. each floor has different categories. So the first floor is all like the gotcha, like crane games, because it's, you know, they want them to give them money. So they have that was on the first floor, second floor, all the fighting games, third floor, all the, the rhythm games like Dance Dance Revolution and Guitar Hero for and it, it goes on and on. But don't forget, the, the, like don't forget that, the horse betting really, games. And the horse betting game, of course. So how could I forget the horse betting? Um, <laughs> um, but they, how, like, when you see, like, a new game, like, released by Sega, it seems that they're trying to, like, push epicness into, like, the, the modern era. So, like, you'll have, like, a Gundam game where you have the two, like, you know, joysticks and you can play online versus other arcades in Japan. So you're playing against real players and it feels competitive, but you can only play it there. So you that's like how they get you to go play there. Like, why would you play in the arcade when you can play at home? Because it's only here. But you you have to imagine like probably the hundreds of thousands of dollars they're investing into that kind of game when they could probably hire a much smaller team to make a more like indie style game. That's just a dedicated cabinet. And I don't know. I mean, again, we it's it's hard to say because obviously like we are biased I would say, like, I, I can't say that, like, a modern kid would look at that and want to play it. I think they want the flashy 3D graphics. Everything has to look like, like Pixar now. I even heard, like, when kids go to movie theaters nowadays, if it's a 2D cartoon, they would only even, they're not even interested. It has mm-hmm. to be 3D Pixar because it's that's the new. Yeah, like, so, yeah, and, like, Ghibli's making a new Pixar kind of game, a movie, and apparently it yeah. looks horrible because they haven't. I've heard it looks terrible. I've I've seen it. It doesn't look that good. I think it's like they're it's like you can tell it's their first shot at it, you know. Yeah. They should just not release that. Like they should like like work on the movie and then realize it's not so good. Let's try again with what we've learned. Anyways, I I I mean, 
so again, all that being said, I would argue that if they just hired a smaller team and made really good games like Killer Queen that were only available at the arcade and you can play online or whatever, maybe have a home release to like like the arcade builds the hype and then you can buy it and take it home and play it. I mean, I would argue they would do very well, but it's hard to say because I know I'm biased. Like yeah. I would for sure buy it, for sure go play it, but would with the masses i have no idea um, another thing with america is like you still have to use fucking quarters like like <laughs> what are we doing man like make a card and pay i don't fucking get it <laughs> japan has it all yeah, they, locked down i should probably explain it in japan you literally can like have a like a metro card for like new york subway like that's the closest thing i can compare it to you load money on you tap it you log in you have like your whole like login like stats you can track everything you're leveling up each time you go like this makes you want to fucking play i was there I, every time i go to japan i use the same card and i'm like oh, i'm gonna level up a little more on like the rhythm games and shit you know and it still keeps the scores i'm like dude that's so cool you know what i mean but like here it's like there's yeah. no like there's so much money to be made i'm saying you know what i mean like i think i will I will say that they they I have been to some arcades. There's an arcade chain. I don't know if you guys have it on the East Coast, but it's called Wonderland on the West Coast. It's a it's a nickel arcade where literally the the, the, oh. the instead of costing quarters, it costs nickels. But yeah. they charge you five nickels per play, so you're paying a quarter anyway. But it feels oh. cheaper. That sounds I don't know. But, terrible. That's just a gimmick. <laughs> but no, it's awesome. As a kid, dude, you go in there with like six quarters and you can play or six six That's nickels true. and you can okay. play a game. It's awesome. Um, but, um, but the last time I went there for Christmas before COVID, it was probably a year and a half ago. I, I took my mom on like a date to go get some food. And I was like, yo mom, you want to go to Wonderland and places? She loves the, this, the, what's the bowling ski game? Ball. It's called like ski, ball. Ski, ball. ski ball. Yeah. Ski ball, yeah. Like, mom, you want to play some ski ball? <laughs> when we went to go play, they did have those load money onto a card systems installed on all really? the machines. Yeah, and this was like a year and a half ago. So I think I think some of the more our modern arcades are starting to do it. But sure, certainly, if you go to a barcade that has Donkey Kong, yeah, they're not going to do that because they. That's part of the fun is that you've you, you know there, there's a nostalgia history for that. Yeah, I would argue, true. but for the but for the new, but they could replace it. Of course, they probably could. But yeah, um, the, the more like modern games, it, it's kind of sad though, dude. All right, this whole podcast, let's just talk about arcades. Like, let's just do this because. <laughs> I could go on this forever. The <clears throat> we're forty minutes in, and we have yeah, another. Let's just topic. let's. This is a Sega arcade uh, segment <laughs> of the podcast. Welcome. I was I'm Sebastian. I don't know if we'll ever uh, get a chance to talk about the Pokemon Nuzlocke, ne- but we got to save right, it for next uh, one. Next one for sure. And I might even to, just no, start well, my own Nuzlocke. It doesn't we'll have to be then. next one, but I I just have a lot to say. I think we'll want to dedicate a whole episode for Sebastian yeah. and I. So I thought today would be good, but let's just talk about our kids. <sighs> Fuck it. Uh, the uh i had a point and i lost it oh boy okay let's uh, move the on quarter, hey. <laughs> the quarters the cabinets quarters i had nostalgia. something to say nostalgia sad nostalgia. <laughs> oh, no. there's so something I, about the arcades going the nostalgia <laughs> play oh, games oh, oh 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 don't interrupt please the the sad thing about modern arcades and any like new because you're like why don't they make like a game that's like an old arcade game where it's like quick and you have to just try to get high score they exist you ever go to dave and busters but they're all games like flappy bird and other like iphone fucking games unfortunately and i guess i guess those games kind of are like arcade games like i get it why but it, it there's something really sad 
about going into the arcade and seeing I have a one. game that costs a dollar on my phone and they want to title. make you pay. Go ahead. I have one title. Doodle, Go ahead. Doodle Jump. Yeah. Oh. Doodle Jump. Yeah. Doodle, doodle Jump. Exactly, dude. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And it's not. And it's not even that it's a bad. It's just that they're like, hey, pay a dollar to play this game that you already have on your phone, but we have a big button that you push instead of. It's like, dude. Like 2010. Like five. Yeah. And you know, if I don't have kids or anything, like I'm not married, but like if I had a family and the kids were having fun on it, then like God bless them. Like who get like obviously who cares? Inside I would hate them, but (laughs) (laughs) they they live in ignorance of just like, oh, this is a game that just came out, I'm gonna play it. Like, but we know like Dude, this is pretty scummy. Like, just imagine just being the dad, and, like watching your kid at Dave and Buster, be like, "This fucking kid." <laughs> Play some real games. If there's any hope for humanity, as far as game collectors, one of the one of the most wholesome posts I ever see on Reddit are like, where it'll always it's always named something like this, where it says like raising them right or doing it correctly, <laughs> yeah. fatherhood done right. It's their kid playing an NES, yeah. like on a mod, yeah. in a modern time. Like that's, that's, and you know, I don't, I, I would never restrict my kids from modern games, but I am certainly going to uh, like uh, have, let them have access to older games and just like see how they enjoy it. Cause I think, I think, I think games are pretty timeless in that sense that a kid doesn't know if a kid doesn't know that there's better games out there, better, you know, better yeah. control or Fortnite or whatever, before they get spoiled with that, if you give them a game like an N64 that has horrible controls, they won't know any better. Like, cause we didn't know any better growing up is my yeah. point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they would, they would learn to enjoy it and they have the patience and they, you know, whatever that, uh, I, at least, um, I want to introduce them to retro games as in addition to their modern games and bro. Bro, imagine being Eric's kid and I'm playing games. Like, dude, he has so much games to play. You can play like dude, imagine system. being Anthony's kid, man. It'd be yeah, even Oh my god. That guy <laughs> He's is like, you gotta insane. play this, you gotta play this weed game. <laughs> Dad! Uh, son, this is anime. This is a gem. This is a gem. My dad! <laughs> imagine like imagine your your like dad being like dude you gotta play this like no 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 you can't play that shit <laughs> that sounds so no. the game closet <laughs> that sounds awful dude That's so bad <laughs> you have to play this anime shmup yeah yeah he's got where you where you shoot where you shoot out of like the girls like boobs or something it's like no no I... no <laughs> that's weird (laughs) i i i mean i obviously don't have a kid but i could imagine that playing game retro games with your kids must be some of the most fun yeah like you could have like a bonding thing like you know you go out to the park and then you come back and play some games you know you get you get that out you got to get that outdoors in of course Mm. you got that in as well but Mm. some of that bonding with the family must be super fun um my glove my gamer my dad was not a gamer but i will be so that's going to be interesting to see yeah. like what that's like having like the parents yeah my girlfriend assuming we stay together she's also a big gamer so it'll be funny we're just hey, a bunch of nerds what are, you, what are you gonna do if with if jenny brings a monster hunter and it's like you got to play this and you're like <laughs> i i think it jokes like God, damn. no I, I don't i don't dislike monster hunter i just personally don't play it yeah we can't, we can't do that first 
Dude, don't you have Monster Hunter? Yeah, I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That if, if there's like rivalry between you and your your spouse, I, like, <laughs> dude, why are you introducing this game? Like, that's almost like the the modern religion. Like, you have a wife that's you have a wife that's wanting, you know, you want to be Muslim, but you yeah. want to be Christian, and then there's like yeah. there's like tension. Now it's games. Like, nah, dude, it's all about WoW Classic. <laughs> no, it's about Mount Wo- modern yeah. WoW retail retail. <laughs> Like, no! <laughs> I just find like, that, like, perspective so changed. funny, dude. <laughs> My god. <laughs> what happened? I heard that. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was yeah, it was that? Like something, something. I just heard a big thud on my roof. Maybe a bird I have died. no idea what that was. No dead air. You guys keep talking, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't even know what to check here. <laughs> Uh, I want to bring up this. Uh, no, I think we can. I think we can go. No Imagine someone just falls through. I mean, there's like hella cats in Japan, but cats don't weigh it. that much. Wait, the but they, no, they, that it could, was it could like be a cat. Wow, dude, the that sounded like, like someone right dropped there? like a bag. It was like right there. <laughs> someone dropped a. That's a homeless guy just dropped his bag in his bed, and he's gonna fall asleep. <laughs> it's a monster hunter oh god it's a monster uh i want to i want to move on i think we had a great nostalgic trip back to the arcade cabs and discussing you know children some nostalgia i don't know man it's, oh. it's a nice conversation i like that. What? Hey, hey don't soil my <laughs> don't soil my innocent con- no, I'm conversation sorry. dude i'm being negative i'm sorry I'm we're, sorry. Gonna, we're, gl- we're gonna we're gonna discuss someone's a little <laughs> someone's a little half glass full i don't know um, I'm sorry. <laughs> the way you say, like, we're, just, we're discussing children. We're just discussing you know? the kids, man. Come on. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's messed up, dude. Um, I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I want to bring up this article. If you guys, um, I'm going to put it up on the uh, screen, but uh, if you guys want to look along, uh, it's in the uh, the Google Doc at the end. Um, I mentioned to, to you earlier. Little jump. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, so I'll read the headline. It's ROM site owner made 30,000 a year now owes Nintendo 2.1 million dollars. Ooh. Does it say what website it was? I'm curious. Yes. Um, so it is ROM universe. Where is this written? I don't see it. It's, um, 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 it's like kind of. In the paragraph that says while Nintendo originally claimed that, it's kind of like in the middle, where that ad kind of is. That says further reading. You see that? <laughs> the top comment is like a sarcastic comment. They're like, "Well, this seems this seems proportional." I'm sure Nintendo is suffering horribly from this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not um, losing shit. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, and also I feel like this guy's an idiot for so the the owner of the um the site. All right, so basically for ROMs, I don't know why you're listening to podcasts and you don't know what ROMs are, but I guess we can explain it. Uh, ROMs are basically, you know, the game file from the cartridge or disc or, um, and it's, you know, backed up onto a drive and then uploaded to the internet so you can download it, play it on an emulator. Um, so there's different websites where you can get those files from. Um, and I think this was a pretty popular one. Uh, I think this one included like donations or like a premium service where, um, maybe you could like request games or something like that and like they'll find it and like send it to you or something like that and this guy the owner of the site admitted to making i don't know why you would admit you're like how much you made he admitted he made like around thirty thousand dollars a year just from this website 
which is it's a lump. It's a, it's a pretty good sum, you know, for just it's uploading a stuff to the, Yeah, it's a salary of some yeah. low-style low job, you know? And uh, Nintendo <laughs> learned of this and is suing for originally $4.4 million, but made its way to around $2.1 um, about, like, DMCA and copyright. Um, so they said that it's that for um, it's about $90,000 a game. So it was, like, 49 games. And that's their, you know, projected damages. Um, and I don't know, man. I feel like really, if you're just going to go after, like, like pick random people doing this, I, don't, I feel like that's such a, you're not going to win this case, first of all, because there's a million people doing this. Um, and there's really no way to, you know, like, get rid of all the people doing when you, it. When you happen. say you're not going to win this, when you say you're not going to win this case, you mean that they're not going to, they're not going to stop people from uploading is what you're saying not I that think, i think they won the case against this guy right like I, isn't he kind of isn't it determined he's wait. in no right i mean let's be honest like as much as i want to defend the guy yeah, uploading yeah, yeah. he knew what he was doing no you know? yeah, yeah yeah and yeah and he's so, definitely okay. i think he definitely deserves what you know <laughs> happened for sure that's wait, debatable let me, let me, yeah let me read so um the judge also awarded an additional $400,000 for ROM, Uni- ROM Universe's use of Nintendo's trademarks box art. Ooh. But Stormont of a permanent injunction on future infringement with the judge suggesting there was no irreparable harm given to the monetary damages and the fact that the site has already been shuttered. So Was I, this I, recent? I, yeah, this was recent, right? Because the, Yeah, this came out in like June. This article. My only argument against like where it's like, okay, Nintendo, why are you even doing this? Is because these systems are no longer being sold, but that's no longer the case with the Switch Online and the Super Nintendo Classic and the NES Classic. Like, yeah. I wonder if those never came out, if they would even care. Because literally, before that, there was no way for Nintendo to really make, you know, besides selling it on their Wii shop or something, which on the Switch, they're not releasing all these titles so where else are people going to get these games like you know what i mean there's kind of this like yeah well they're doing this because you're not providing it nintendo like we would pay you but you're not you know what i mean there's kind of a he's in the wrong 100 percent legally yes. but this is clear that there's to nintendo that there there's people who want to play these games and they're going to get them one way or another um i almost wonder if nintendo didn't have the virtual console uh if this would even be an issue but now that they do i can you know i fully I guess I respect both sides, but 2.1 million to a guy who's just doing his thing. Like that sucks. It's not like a company. It's one guy. Like I, I'm surprised they didn't like, all right, just cease and desist, stop, pay like a, you know, I don't know. That seems like a very high price to me. Um, and, and someone, someone did comment on it that said, um, it was kind of like a, it says promoted comment. And, uh, it says the purpose of a, uh, they said the the purpose of this judgment is not to get two point one million dollars from someone on welfare, which this guy was like unemployed and like not making any money, uh, and this the website was shut down I think, uh, and this is Nintendo's not going to recover a cent and Mr. Storm, which is the guy, is not going to pay a cent. Uh, it's a judgment proof, so which basically means I think this is just a way for Nintendo to be able to just shut down these kind of websites whenever they want, basically, which I guess is fair. You oh. know what I mean? They have the right to do that. Well, the thing is, right, like, you have these sites that are, like, a lot of sites that we know we know about, too. Like, there was, like, you know, Cool ROMs, whatever. They, these these sites, they promote themselves as ROM sites, right? 
Thanks. Well, sorry, Cool Realms, but anyway, um, these sites, right? They they're not like it's not secret, right? They're 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 up there advertising themselves as ROM sites. You you can it's not like they're hiding, right? They're they're there. I never knew this was a and um, to be honest, it, this 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 is not like like we're sure we're trying to get like illegal sports streams links. You know, what I mean, it's not like that. This is like you know people essentially it's just a repository for people who are um you know backing up their games right mike cracks me out dude just going around i think that i wonder if the difference between this and other sites because i i mean i still use websites all the time um is that the sites that i usually go to don't charge money i wonder if that's the difference like if if this guy didn't make any money and nintendo was like yo you can't get this out for free just shut it down please well not please but shut it down that definitely has a big part in it like you made money on our trademark selling products that we made. Like legally, it makes perfect. You know, they were in. They're like, of course, and they're you, in the right. And you but plastered your earnings online. <laughs> like, yeah, like that too. So it's like, and also in the comments I'm reading here, I don't know if this. You know, I'm just basing off of some comments. So who knows? But they're saying like, like lesson learned, comma don't go against Nintendo by yourself. Get a lawyer. So it sounds like the guy didn't even like try to get a lawyer like if he was on welfare maybe he didn't feel like he could afford it yeah so he just tried to go by himself and say like no i'm in my right but like no dude you were not in your right of like you even you knew you weren't in your right like you gotta get a lawyer dude but yeah. i've you know i wouldn't know what i would do in that situation yeah, but but, but um, hey you're not gonna win against nintendo let's just say that no and <laughs> and like you said uh like so if, if what you said is true where it's like you owe us 2.1 million and you have to shut down our website but he's not expected to pay back anything. It's almost just kind of more of like, that's like the threat of the, the, like the seriousness of it. Like, this is how much you owe us. You need to shut down your website. You actually don't have to pay us anything, but this is, this is actually what you would owe us. Like, or you know, I don't know. Like, yeah. that seems like a weird way to do it, but it, like, that's like the threat. Like that's yeah. the, the yeah. where we, we are inclined to this much, but we're not going to take any from it. Just shut that thing down. And it's yeah. kind this of scary. How, this is how much money we lost essentially because of you. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. yeah. People downloading links to the past ROM files on an emulator, they lost money for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, so mean, that's, crap. That's, I mean, I'm not going to say that's not a valid argument for them. You know what I mean? For, to, in like a legal yeah. battle, like imagine some fucking judge being like, uh, no, it, uh, ROM? No, if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're a lawyer and, you know, obviously this is like a clear and cut case. Like you're looking for you look for any like excuse or reason to justify this on this side or this side. Obviously, the guy is just in the wrong. But like from like a like, all right, let's just be real. Nintendo, like you didn't really lose anything from this. Like let's like, you know, Nintendo also has a, a reputation for being bullies even yeah. back in like the NES days because they like when the gaming the gaming crash you know i'm obviously not going to sum up all of it but the the gaming crash of the 80s nintendo rose from it and sega trying to bring back the home console and they did it well but they forced so many publishers and like stores if like if, if a store was selling another company's game nintendo would basically like contact the store and say hey if you don't stop selling that other company's games we will no longer provide our games for you and if you don't provide a store with mario that's that's huge like the, the store is not going to function so the store would stop supporting this other small company and only support nintendo so nintendo has a history of bullying people throughout its history successful, but they're bullies for sure you know yeah they're very like um to their brand and their license you know like it's very like it's yeah. nintendo and like that's it they're always very like separate from everything you know like i remember like yeah, yeah even like third party kind of like 
you know, it started off with like very little third party. It's like they didn't want to be like part of it all, you know? I don't know. I mean, still like that. Yeah, for the most. I mean, now with the eShop stuff, I feel like it's very like floodgates are open. <laughs> it's getting better. Uh, the only thing is they still have, though, I don't know if they ever will. I feel like they, they, they almost consider online gaming as like some fad like VR or something like they thought it wouldn't be popular. It's like, I don't see how you can't clearly see Dude, that like the ability to play with my friend from across the ocean is not just a fad like that. Like we're, we're social people and games are meant to be socially played anyways. Like I can't wrap my head around why you wouldn't be like, we need to make something online. That's fun, but kid friendly and safe. Like I cannot believe that they're still like hesitant to that. I, I really don't understand. I re- there's nothing to add to this argument because everyone kind of has their hands up. Like, why not? Yeah, I don't get it. It's weird. Wasn't um. And if they did, sorry, ahead. no, you go, you go. I'll say even if they did like decide to like you know, pretty pretty much do what Sony and Microsoft are doing. Like, they already have their image established as like that family friendly company. I and mean, if they do end up becoming adding some more mature aspects to it, which they already are through their like you know eShop and stuff like that, like. It wouldn't change much for them revenue-wise, you know what I mean? It would just open them up more because people already have in their minds that Nintendo is like a family-based company. You know, they don't make they, they make mature games, but they, they they make games for everyone. You know what I mean? So, I don't see the harm business-wise. They've always done that too. They've always had like I mean, they've had South Park on the N sixty four. They had Conker's Bad yeah. Fur Day. It's not yeah. like they never had mature games. I mean, Perfect Dark, but like, so like, I agree with you 100%. They, their image, especially after the Wii, is certainly solidified as a family company. And we, and yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. Their moves, their moves recently are like, okay, let's release this like Mario Kart, like in the room game. Let's, um, you know, do Pokemon Go, whatever. Let's, uh, let's do Nintendo Labo, like all these kind of like gimmicky things, you know, like the Amiibos. They want to provide like toys, right? And like more unique experiences, which I don't know if it takes away from their actual like games. You know what I mean? Because I think it does reduce the quality of their games, right? They've always done that though. I don't know. Yeah. I think they just always, they're always trying to sell. Like they've always had cards for their Game Boy and it, but they're yeah. always fads. They're always fad. Are there any, that's a good topic. Are there any fads that Nintendo made? Amiibo is a big one, but it, it was like, uh amiibo aside are there any like gimmicky things nintendo did like that that was so weird that actually like was worth it i feel like all of them they're always kind of like stupid like really like think about it they always do some gimmicky thing or provide some new peripheral and it's kind of shit like you're kind of like okay that was gimmicky and i'm done with it now what what do you like the 3ds right yeah the 3ds it's like you have like only a handful of games where it's like Oh, like I guess the 3D is kind of worth it for it. Like Super Mario 3D Land was kind of like it does a decent job of like the 3D nah, on it. I dude, and, honestly, none of the 3D is good. I'm just gonna say I don't think any of it's good. Well, the, I well, the way it's implemented, dude. I disagree. Games, I think no, the 3D you're is talking awesome. about the 3D like Switch. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so, dude. I've I've never ever used it ever. I've tried. No, and it's just like no, I don't care. My- no, I, I mean this in no offense, but you being colorblind, does that make a difference? I'm actually curious. That's fucked up, dude. No, it's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Why would I bully you? <laughs> Sebastian's an asshole. I'm, I'm legit curious. Does being colorblind actually affect the 3D effect possibly, you um, think? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. 
Because I, I, I got to be honest, I really like the 3D. Uh, the only complaint is that when you're playing a game, naturally you're kind of moving, yeah. and that fucks it up. It's very strict. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, I don't want to be yeah. able to they, have to be so stiff to play. Like I can't do it long. But they tried to improve it. And if you could put it on a stand and play it, would you not play it in 3D? But like I, ever. But uh, when I think of like successful gimmick, like it's gotta okay. be. It's got to be 100% working. You know what I mean? Like, it can't be I, like, I agree. I can that. only do this if I'm like this and only for like 10 minutes. My eyes get start to hurt. The virtual but they 2.0. It. But you can 3DS turn it off. Face tracking, though. The new Nintendo 3DS had face tracking. So it would improve the 3D thing. I never bought it because I wasn't going to buy a 3DS again. You know I, I mean, I, I had the new 3DS and I never used it. No, you it. didn't. That's no, just you me. Didn't yes, I did. You didn't have it. Didn't what are you talking it. about? They got the new 3DS XL. No, it wasn't the new. It was the three. It was a 3DS XL, but it wasn't the new. I literally have it. I'm right, right here. No, I, I can show right. you. It's not the. New. Okay, try try Grab to play right. try, try to play Zeno try to play up Zeno. What is it? Zeno Gear? Zeno Blades? Whatever on it. Try to play is about to get schooled. No, Mike I'm schooling did. Mike. I'm schooling Mike. I'm schooling Mike. One hundred percent. Because we on. have the same model. We got it from our cousin. Terrible gimmick. And terrible gimmick. gimmick. Hey, dude, I gotta buy a new console with a little dumb thing to to play three games oh cool this is great i better play it i better get it and spend two hundred dollars not gonna work dude not gonna work it was a working you lost gimmick, this though. one dude you lost this one it was a working gimmick i'm not supporting i, I didn't think it was great it but was it was oh, it has somewhat to successful, be but... great if it's a working gimmick what are we talking about i mean am i wrong they made it they made Amiibos. they made a two, they made a 2DS. So I think that that supports Mike's argument that people didn't really want the 3D dude after it was kind of like a fad gimmick and then it's like dude just give me the 2DS for cheaper. I honestly can't believe that Nintendo made a 2DS. <laughs> that thing looks so stupid. But, but honestly I would give it to I'd give it to a baby though yeah. cuz if they <laughs> threw that on the ground and started eating it. It's it looks a lot more durable than a 3ds toast. It's like a toast shape. It's like a piece of buttered toast. You get it the looks yellow. like the most <laughs> un-Nintendo thing. Like on un- the most un-Nintendo console. You know, it does like, look pretty ass. Because normally, normally ass. they're so about like the design. That that's you know what we just answered it. The 2ds is the best gimmick. 2ds. Come on. Why? Because it's flat. It's 2DS. That's perfect. <laughs> That's literally perfect. It's 2D. Yeah. Dude, I'd even argue that the I'd even argue that the Switch Lite is kind of gimmicky because you can't replace those faulty Joy-Cons that are burned into the system. Like when are you're playing that thing, or are they better? I would hope they're better, but I don't know, man. The three the, the normal Switch ones, they drift. Like mine drift. I yeah. bought mine maybe a half a year after it came out. I bought it used, granted, but it was still in good condition because it was in japan but don't you feel they drift and but, but i have the option to throw them away or just i use a pro controller and yeah. i guess you can do that with the switch light but the point of the switch light is that you can play it on the go not to like prop it up and play with a controller that's not really the point because if you're going to play with a controller get the tv one i don't yeah. know yeah don't don't so you feel the switch the, light uh... is more on the go the switch lights more on the go but then this regular switch you can still play it on the go right it's just a little bit bigger i think the yeah I mean, I think they're both meant for like on the go, and I think the maybe the normal switch, but the switch light is smaller though, right? A little bit. It is. It feels better on the go. Yeah. The, the light, like okay. I, if you play it on the train, the lights preferred for sure. Yeah. But I just I always I don't see switch lights on the trains. 
Well, it's also cheaper, so it's probably why. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say, when you got your Switch, like, I got mine brand new, too, and, like, I love the design and everything, but, like, when I feel it now, dude, I'm like, I mean, I have it right here. Like, this thing, like, I can snap this in half, dude. Like, so easy. Yeah. And these joy cons, <laughs> like, I can, and, like, this, like, it just slides off now. Like, it, the, the lock doesn't work. I'm like, I've... Mine, too. Yeah, like, I'm like, dude, like, come on. Like, it's like a 2DS. My, like, my, just, my lock, oh. the lock on my left side... I don't think it ever really worked. It worked for like a week. And then now if I'm like, if I like, like whenever I'm like flying home on a plane or something and I'm like getting intense, sometimes yeah. the, the, it'll literally like slip out like while I'm playing. It sucks. Oh. Pro controller. I think the pro controller is very comfortable and good. I use this for a PC. The pro controller is the only saving grace, I think, for the Switch because it's it's expensive, but it's such a good controller yeah. that I can't be mad at the Joy-Cons being shit because I'm like, well, there is... There is this though, like you know what I mean. You could you could argue that yeah. it's ass, but if you have the pro controller, you're good to go. And Hori makes their own controllers as well, and you can play GameCube controllers for Smash Brothers. And yeah, you could compare that to the Wii, right? Where it's like that Nintendo tried to push the gimmick of motion controls, right? They were oh like the first God, one. let's talk about that gimmick, dude. Good golly, and then I am I'm not. Like, I don't know, man. The Wii U or. The Wii. Wii. Oh, the Wii. Wii is another story, too. Dude, did you know? Fun fact. The Dreamcast sold worse than the Wii U. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Yeah, the Dreamcast got done dirty for sure. Like, it it deserved... Like Sebastian said, at least those who know what it was and did get it enjoyed it. Because the the library for the Dreamcast is incredible. Yeah. Um, It did not deserve to do as poorly as it did. But there's a lot of like history you can look up on YouTube on why it failed. And the Saturn, well, the PS2 basically killed it because yeah. the Dreamcast came out. And but if you keep in mind that like so like the Dreamcast came out in 99, right? N64 yeah. came out when 96. So like while you were playing N64, like Donkey Kong 64, imagine the Dreamcast with Shenmue like getting dropped into your lap. Like yeah. what a fucking upgrade that is. That's huge. Um, a huge upgrade compared to what was out at the time, but but looming over the release of the Dreamcast, people knew like six months later there's going to be the PlayStation Two with DVD capability, mm. and the Dreamcast didn't support it, and so their their push was like we got to get good games out immediately to get people hooked before the PS2 comes out, and it wasn't good enough. So the games that did come out are great. But the PS2 coming out, it just solidified its coffin death. It just didn't. It also, didn't hold up. yeah. Also, like the PS2 had the dual um, analog sticks. You know, like yeah. It's it felt like it was like the next step. I don't know. But Dreamcast had online like Fantasy yeah. Star. Like it was so it was so ahead of its time, and just I think it. I mean. I don't know all the details, but I would imagine just a mix of politics and poor, poor um, advertising, and just led to its death. Unfortunately, they should have went for the they sh- instead of this lame ad campaign. They should have went for like this is the arcade experience in your home. This is like you know they should have focused on the actual like experience of bringing the arcade home. You know what I mean? And and showing off the graphics. You know, showing off that sixty FPS. Because Sony, Sony at the, the PlayStation didn't have that man. Like. They, they they tried, but it didn't look as good. Whoever did, did they, the ad campaign for the Dreamcast, I don't know 
where they are right they might be in like a grave right now to be honest probably they're unemployed because uh <laughs> yeah maybe that's the rom site guy I, i'm surprised they didn't push um fantasy star online more i wonder if they did i'm looking to see if there's commercials for it on america they made oh, there it like, I'm a sports one here. console like 2k you know which is like cool but it's the same game every year looks like there was a japanese commercial but i'm surprised they didn't push that more like yo you can play online with your friends like that at the time should have been a complete game you know what i mean like that should have sold the system honestly though like i felt like i saw more commercials for playstation online ps2 because they had like really the internet like i remember i dude i remember the one commercials for ratchet and clank the third one like you could do online and i was like what like that's what i remember i don't remember any dreamcast like like, nothing that's years after the dreamcast already had fantasy star you know yeah like, I didn't hear anything. That was the first time I heard of online. Like, they just didn't play to their strengths. Like, you know. Online on a console, I mean. Like, obviously PC. It doesn't help that the release of the Sega Saturn was so poor in the West. Um, from what I know, they kind of just, like, released it. Like, they didn't really, like, hype it up at all. They just, like, assumed. Because, like, Sega... Here's the sad thing. is like, the Sega Genesis. Like, at that time, it was, like, Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. And it was like, that was the battle. Like they were kind of even neck and neck. Like it was actually like pretty, you know, it was the 16 bit console war or whatever. And so at that time, it was kind of, you know, if you guys know the commercials for Genesis at the time, it was always uh, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Right. That was the, that was the, so Genesis was the, the edgy punk rock cool kid. That's what Sega was. Like you were like, yeah, I'm a Sega fan. You're kind of, you're kind of against this kind of oh like Nintendo's cute yeah but it's a it's a child system and in retrospect it's they're both incredible it's just like when you're talking about like trying to build that Mm. that kind of almost like a gang mentality of like y'all we're Sega like we're Nintendo um Sega was the cool kids and when they sold the Saturn the way they did and well there was also the problem if you know the 32x was before the Saturn came out they released another like upgrade to the Sega Genesis called the 32X. And people were so offended by it that Sega kind of slowly and well, actually quickly came no longer the cool kids. It's like, okay, now we're just suckers and we don't trust you anymore. And they lost their faith in their, because imagine like you're, you're a diehard fan of the whatever. And they promise like, we're going to release this new peripheral. It's going to be incredible. Like, okay. And then you go and buy it and it's like, oh, wait, never mind. We're abandoning it. Thanks for buying it, but we're going to move on to the next system. And you're like, wait, I just spent all my money on this. <laughs> peripheral to upgrade my system and now i can't afford your new system like fuck you i'm going to nintendo now so they yeah. the saturn in the 32x did not help um unfortunately man it's such a bummer man because the dreamcast would have yeah. been so much more and it fortunately it's still a great system if you go back and yeah. play it there's nothing holding you back from enjoying it but i just wish it lasted another three or four years before it died you know what's interesting if you go back and look at like pop culture in like america and stuff like that like the Sega Genesis, I think, is more memorable in the minds of, like, people than Dreamcast or any other Sega console, right? It's, like, the most memorable one, I think, right? The Sega Genesis. Well, it was huge, yeah. yeah. Against uh, Super Nintendo, it was, it was, yeah. And I think I think back in the day as a kid, like, you could only get one console for Christmas. So mm-hmm. it was, like, you probably have a friend that was either a Nintendo kid or a, a Sega kid. All my friends growing up were Nintendo, and so was I. 
I didn't really know a lot about Sega, to be honest, growing up. But yeah, um, a lot of people I talked to be like, oh, yeah, I had a friend. He was the Sega kid and I was the Nintendo kid. So, like, I would ask my parents for Nintendo shit. He would ask for Sega stuff. And then we would both get to experience both systems that way. That's a pretty mm. cool system, actually. But so I think Sega and Nintendo kind of knew this. So they had to, pull, you know, kind of separate like, mm. oh, like, are you a Sega fan or not? Um, and it's just unfortunate that... Uh, Going back died. to the Wii, the Wii as a gimmick, right? So, um, gimmick. The Wii, the gimmick. Wii had that gimmick of the motion controls, right? Me and Mike Ugh. never were able to get one because we were we wanted one, but like, Ugh. it was always sold out for like a year, dude. I remember I used to look at sites that would track like Wii stocks when I was like, you know, maybe early teens or something like that. I don't know what year. I was super young, you know, like, like I was on the website just looking at GameStop stocks, looking at those websites where it's gonna be green to see that it's gonna come back, you know. And then um, finally, um, we never got one. But the Wii, I think, culturally as like a gaming, you know, console, it because of the gimmick that it had, you know, people were playing. Everybody was playing Wii Sports. Adults were playing. It it appealed more to casual gamers. So it kind of set up this base of like I think giving gaming to a more wider consumer base. Like, I think it made it, it was an important moment for, yeah, it's for gaming every, culture. For all crowds, right? Yeah. I mean, but you had, I guess. you had so many good games on the, I mean, we never had a Wii, but I would, my one friend had one and like, that's why I play all Wii games. And then like, he eventually uh, modded it and just got all the games on it. And like, I remember one day I just sat there, I didn't even hang out with him. I just like looked through the whole library and I was like, dude, this is nuts. You know, like my Mario Kart, like, war, dude, WarioWare. Oh my God, man. That was probably like my favorite Wii moment. My uh, my mom was the super mom of the year because Sebastian, you mentioned that them being sold out for like years. My mom fucking got one for oh, Christmas, shit. like the, 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 the holiday season. And that was the one year. It was the only time in my life as a kid where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to look in the closet like for the Christmas presents. Cause I never, as a kid, I, even as a kid, I could appreciate that if I spoil this, it's not going to be as fun. So I'm going to wait. Like I, I, I was that, I even like, I loved Christmas so much that I was willing to not look. Yeah. But because of the Wii coming out, I'm like, dude, I have to know. Am I getting a Wii for Christmas, dude? I got to know. <laughs> and I opened up the closet and I moved a blanket and I just saw the white box and I'm like, yeah. oh, you shit yourself. That's God. So you freak out. And well, it was kind of sad though, because then I knew, fuck, on Christmas Day, I gotta kind of pretend yeah. that I'm shocked. So that, I regret it. I regret it. But that is a memory of, uh, if I had to advise kids whether to look in the closet, I'd say don't. It's not as fun because yeah. you'll probably get something. Um, I, I, w- I remember being actually like kind of bummed. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have looked, man. But <laughs> my mom got it. We got Twilight Princess, and yeah. I hate it. Playing Twilight Princess, I had to fucking shake this controller to swing my sword. I hated it. I think the Nintendo Wii, in hindsight, was a complete gimmick with the Wii mode. Um, uh, as much as I loved Wii Sports, because I will say that aside, Wii Sports is awesome. But aside from the game that it bundled with, like I almost feel like this, the Wii Sports, if it was like a game like you buy Wii Sports for the game itself is cheap, but it comes with this controller. So you pay 60 bucks and you get a Wii Motion controller. But the actual Wii is just a normal controller. That would have been awesome. Because I think outside of Wii Sports, maybe WarioWare. I never really played WarioWare on the Wii. But like, dude, so what a fucking gimmick. It's horrible. I hate it. 
I never enjoyed it. What game was good where you're like, oh, I can drive my car and then do a do a lasso and pull Dude. him in? Like it was oh, shit. And whenever like I wanted to watch Netflix or YouTube or porn, because be honest, I was ten. Uh, <laughs> fucking, you had to like load it up. Even if you wanted to play a GameCube game, dude, yeah, it yeah. it supported a GameCube controller. But if I wanted to play the game, uh, dude, I okay. Do you, uh, Mike? Do you did you ever meet my friend Chiss? Yeah. yeah, Chris. But we don't respect him, so we took the heart of his name. So it was Chiss. Uh, no, he's like one of my best friends. But Chiss, Chiss, and I went on a snowboard trip to Canada, and we're like, dude, bring your Wii so we can play Melee. Like, bring Smash, right? We showed up there, dude, with our GameCube controllers, loaded it up. But because the fucking Wii requires you to use the Wiimote on the menu to load up the GameCube game, we forgot the Wiimote and we couldn't play it the entire weekend. There's <laughs> oh, no, no way to load up your GameCube game with just your GameCube controller, dude. It's the most infuri- From that day on, I'm like, dude, fuck the, Wii. fuck the Wiimote, dude. I hate it. There's no reason. <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, it was so gimmicky, dude. You can, you can be like, oh, it was fun. No, Wii Sports was fun. What game outside of Wii Sports was fun with the Wiimote? Name one. There's probably a couple, ex- you know, people I'm listening. You, like, dude, oh, WarriorWare was probably the best Wiimote game. All right. That's, I'll give it you that. You literally, that, <clears throat> yeah. you had like, they made it like, I have to explain a little bit. They made like different positions to hold the Wiimote. So, like, some of them would be, like, the samurai, and it would have, like, this really stupid, like, animation thing. It's, like, the samurai. And it, like, goes, like, through this whole sauna treatment thing. And, like, they show you how to, like, do everything. And it was, like, the elephant trunk. And you have to, like, put it on your head and, like, do fucking mini games. Dude, it's the best fucking game. But I do remember, I, I probably, okay. I probably, you have to, I'm telling you, it's one of the best games. But, uh. That sounds like fun. It's 100%. I remember. Now I remember. I think I had more times struggling with a remote with a remote than actually enjoying the Wii. Dude, like Dude. the battery. Oh. Dude, like recharging that shit. Is oh. this one working? This one doesn't connect. Like uh doesn't work. Like, oh. It's the, the cursor's just fucking like yeah. flipping all over the oh. place. I think if the Wii like in if they could like go back in time and re-release it, if it was just like Hey, we also have this cool, like, I mean, think of it like the NES Zapper or something. We also sell the Wiimote with the nunchuck. And this supports games like WarioWare, Wii Sports, Tiger Woods Golfing, Tennis, or whatever. Like, if it supported just a few games, I think it would have been a cool accessory that, like, these these games are supported by this remote. And it probably wouldn't have done as well. I'm just picking in my, in Eric world. Yeah. That would have been good. And then normal games, like... The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh my god. Have you played this game with the Wiimote, Mike? Like proper? Like, dude? I have terrible, I know terrible things about it. Dude. I, so they're now re-releasing it for the Switch, finally. And they're charging 60 bucks. What do you do? Good job, Nintendo, you idiots. It's a great game. I actually argued it's one of my favorite. It had some of the best puzzles in any Zelda game I've ever. I really enjoyed it. The music's all orchestrated. It's beautiful. The design is great. I like it better than Twilight Princess. But the controls are ass. And when I say ass, dude, like you're thinking, yeah, okay, like you probably just no. Despite it being fucking the Legend of Zelda, you 
I can't even describe to you how frustrating it was to kill the first spider. I think we talked about this yeah. last podcast. Like, oh, it's, that's a strong spider. No, it like you said, because they couldn't get the Wiimote to yeah, work on the, yeah. the presentation stage. Oh, my God. And it's it, because and if you've seen the game, the game wants you to hold the the the, re, the remote up to register that like you're holding up. But literally like this is Link running around. <laughs> yeah, it like follows your hand, right? Oh, it's a great demonstration. <laughs> were the game were the were the motion controls on the Skyward Sword mandatory? Like you couldn't play it with oh, yeah. a regular. Controller? Oh, yeah. there was no option to turn that shit off, dude. It was built for it in mind, and like so, if you went and do like a dude, there were puzzles where you're like hanging from a cliff, and you have to like skirt across, but then you have to use the Wiimote to like swing your like your. Mo- it was it was horrible. There were some puzzles that were seriously only difficult because the Wiimote function was was so shit and i think they had like the Wii motion plus so like that was like their hope was that it's like super wow it's the Wii motion plus so it's like super good no dude it was ass and i think and actually if you look at it i think that's the only reason people don't love the game is because it's not fun to play with the Wiimote. um but i can put that aside and say it was an awesome game i'm glad i beat it once i wouldn't do it again um maybe on the switch but um it's a good i i'm, I'm glad people will get to experience it on the switch kind of sad they have to pay full price for it though because yeah oh my god the game should have never I heard, had motion controls i heard i read an, i read some something about the new skyward sword where people were a little upset because of the amiibo thing where they're releasing an amiibo but the one of i think of like the red bird it like locks away like a like a like there's like a game feat like a feature that you can use in the game i don't know if it's like for fast travel or something or like a dungeon or something that's like hidden behind the amiibo so like there's some kind of gameplay aspect that's like locked behind that amiibo. So you gotta and buy I think some people were upset. Their, that's their DLC. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We don't do DLC, but we'll just have it a little amiibo. Like imagine like I think it was if you lock like like fast travel in the game, like behind like or like flying behind like an amiibo. Oh. On the topic of gimmicks from Nintendo and amiibos, how about that Animal Crossing board game that has nothing has zero gameplay and it's just randomness and you just i never heard of it you guys know what i'm talking about no there was a game that came out for the wii u very short-lived system i owned the wii u for about a month didn't love it so i returned it got rid of it as you know we all know it wasn't a very successful system there's probably some good games on it but all the good games from that system are getting ported to the switch now thank god so we don't have to go back and dig that console up anymore but um there was a game that came out let me look it up. It was called Animal Crossing. Amiibo Festival. Amiibo Festival, dude. And this game, I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating that it's it's so okay, here's how it works. There's one like the Wii U comes with one Wii U pad or whatever, right? Like the kind of looks like an iPad or whatever, like a yeah. switch, I guess. So in order to play this game. When you buy the game, it comes with, I think, like two amiibos, so you can do two player. But if you say say all four of us, like Anthony comes over, we're having a sleepover. All right, we're playing, we're playing amiibo. What's this game called? Amiibo Festival. <laughs> Guys, we're going to the festival. We're gonna play some games. And and it looks like Mario Party. You're like, oh dude, it's gonna be like maybe like a little more kid-friendly, a little bit more casual. Uh, maybe we collect coins or collect the 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 bells, bells. and then whoever has the most bells wins or something. Oh, it's gonna be great. Here's how the game goes. You set the Wii U pad down. Everyone, you have your amiibos? 
Ready, got my amiibo, huh? Uh, Anthony, I don't collect amiibos because I'm not a weeb. Can you lend me one? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So I, get a, I get an amiibo from Ant. Remember he had his Marth amiibo here in Japan? Dude. He was like taking selfies. Remember? All right, so... <laughs> fucking weeb. And so... We're... 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 We, we set the Wii... I, I start. I'm player one, right? I got the Wii U pad. So in order to roll the dice that's above your head, like Mario Party, this isn't an option. You have to touch your your amiibo to the Wii U onto the screen, and that then like then the dice rolls, and your character walks to wherever it's going. Right? Okay, Mike, it's your turn. Not only like if I don't have an amiibo, I can't play. Well, just borrow one from Anthony. You can borrow you can borrow this one, and you can play. It's not okay. So here's where like the, the design makes no sense to me. In order for you to make your turn, I have to not only have you touch your amiibo onto the pad, like if we're sitting in a circle or something, I have to literally hand you the Wii U pad. I mean, I guess we could sit in a circle and like do like a seance and have everyone like just touching the middle. But in a realistic scenario, we're all facing forward. I have to hand you the Wii U pad. So we're all handing it around, assuming, and we're probably drinking, right? So we're having food, we're drinking. It's getting messy. We have to hand it around. And you have to touch it to get it to do the role. Not only this, but there's no actual like gameplay. Like there's no there's no mini games. There's no like spot where it's like, oh, you landed on this. Let's all play a game. There is, and I mean literally, there's no gameplay in the game. The game is you touching your thing, you get a random number, and your character moves and does something, but there's no actual game. You never jump, you never dodge anything, you never have to collect there's anything. No there's no goal. There's nothing. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, there's nothing to it. Like it's 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 literally the biggest waste of time you ever. Bought, and you just bought you, Animal Crossing Candyland. <laughs> but it's not even Candyland. Like, I, yeah, but pretty much, you pretty much that. But I think even in Candyland, you get items and then you can use them. No, I don't know. maybe not. Yeah, you get like a card. Dude, or some shit. dude so it's, it's like fucking bad. Whoever like wins, you just by chance. It's just like by chance. Like you just touch it, and then like whatever happens, happens. Just a good old game. It's of completely luck. by chance. You control nothing. It's all luck. All this is the game. <laughs> oh, you got a three. Oh, I won. I got a Why? Because I touched the Wii U better than you did. It doesn't do. It's it's and how not much, and, even and how much like was a two dollar game. It's like an offensive title. How much like was just it? burn it. How much was it? I mean, I think when it came out, it must have been sixty bucks. I'm serious. Like it came out full price because it came with two two amiibos. That's how they got Dude, you. If it like came with a physical board that you could play with or something, or it was just a better game, like they just had something like you you, you everyone you you get look even if it required the amiibos because it's the amiibo festival. Like all right, at the start of the game, everyone touch your amiibos, right? Okay, now everyone's logged in. Now get your controllers. We're gonna play this game, I, I, dude. It's just there's there's a million ways they could have made this better, and um, sixty dollars, dude. I'm I'm telling you, it's not even worth like, it's not even worth owning if someone paid you to own it. Like, yeah. don't. I was actually gonna talk about the Wii because like I thought Wii was like such a, I thought it was close to the number one selling console, but I'm looking at the list right now and it's it's not. Like I thought it well, was PS2. Dude, isn't so PS2 is, the number the one? List. PS2, that's crazy actually. But in second, <laughs> Nintendo DS. Would you call the touchscreen a gimmick? 
No. It might be a successful one, though. I think it was a successful gimmick. If we had, to, if we're doing ratings right now, like, you know, good gimmick or bad gimmick. Yeah. Personally, the DS and the 3D, three, the 3D you can turn off. So just don't even worry about it. To turn well, off the 3D, 3DS is just a DS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but With it's better, better graphics. graphics. It's better graphics. That's true. Because the DS graphics were ass. You have to remember that. Like they were Dude, not good. You want to know the what's 3DS funny? The 3DS is actually pretty good. The the PSP sold more than the Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> Really? The PSP is awesome, but the software I would argue is not as good as the DS titles. That's that's pretty impressive. Honestly, dude, holding a PSP doesn't feel good, especially with the one joystick. Oh, the joystick! It like slips out of your hands. It's like it's like it's it's it gets sweaty. Just like slips out of your hands. But honestly, I remember the only game I played. It felt fragile. Was Siphon Filter and uh, Final Fantasy um, Crisis Crisis Core and Honestly, really good games. Really good. Dude, the PSP has awesome games. Yeah. Um, I agree, Walker. though. It does feel like a fragile, and it has like a moving, spinning in it, yeah. which feels weird. Like, and the disc holding is just this like, fragile. what is this disc? Yeah, that was weird. The PSP um, Go seems nice. The PSP Go seems good. PSP Go? The Vita? Yeah. The PSP Go was like no. the PSP, but like... Like it's like you flip it, you, it's, it's like small and it slides up. Yeah, people use it now for like um as like an emulation console, pretty much. I don't know what that is. So. Yeah. Um, emulation. Um, like uh, like Microsoft Simulator. Yeah, like Flight Simulator. That kind. Of, yeah, like Flight Simulator. Uh, game Simulator. Cool, cool. Oh. Okay. I think it just means it's like a portal. Like you can just put ROMs on it, like an emulator. I think is what he meant. Are you? Oh, are you making a joke? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It is early in Japan, and I missed the jump. Bada bing, bada boom. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I, dude. Um, going because you, if you, if we want to expand on why, I'm not just gonna say the DS touch screen was a good gimmick and then not talk about it, dude. Were you aware on the DS? Yeah. True. Okay. Nintendogs, dude. <laughs> Kirby Canvas Curse. Flip Note Studio. You laugh at Nintendogs. I was a big <clears throat> Nintendogs. That came out as a kid. As a kid, you're, it was you awesome. missed the big one, dude. Picto chat. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you're sitting in class. This is before cell phones. You're sitting in class with your buddy, and you just have it like on on like the lowest brightness, yeah. and you like send a dick pic, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was some of the most fun ever. And it's too bad it wasn't online. I don't think it ever was. Maybe in Japan it was, but um, it was like the the like if you're near each other, the download play. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, it was just kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, Dude, you can just street connect pass? people. Street Pass was a cool gimmick. I think that was a cool gimmick. Street Pass, you guys remember that? Well, Where you like pass. on the 3DS? Yeah. If you pass, dude. If okay, on the 3DS, oh, there there was a currency yeah, yeah, yeah. built into the system. You remember this? Yes, yeah, yes, it was yes. so fun. So like, of course, it's kind. Of, it is a gimmick. No one's gonna argue that. But it was kind of cool to like come home after like going to school. And it's like you street passed with ten strangers, and you're yeah. like, "Wait, what?" It's like, "Wait, Ashley's got a 3ds, dude!" Oh my god! And I then, re- like, because you'd see her character. Yeah, I remember when Animal Crossing Wild World. Yeah, you would have um, like there's there, they use that, but like you, if you go ne- near someone that has it, then like you can f- go fly to their island. You mean New Leaf? Wait. No. Wait, wait, wait. Wild World. Did the original? Did the original DS have Street Pass? I forget. I don't, I don't think know. it did. It was a 3DS yeah, thing. <clears throat> no, I had it. No. Yeah, I did. No. Yeah, I did. 
I'm not even kidding. These are clearly two brothers where no, it's, stubborn it's not Sebastian. Street Pass. No. It's, not, it's not Street no. Pass. It's, it's like DS Download Play or whatever. Where like, you gotta have some you're in the vicinity. For the option that you're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> 3DS. No, not new. No. No, but I'm saying on, we're talking about the DS, not 3DS. Right. Animal we Crossing are. Wild Sorry. World. So with PictoChat, you can talk to people if you're like next to each other. You know, you don't need to have an internet connection. You can like connect to the DSs. Oh, you're talking about just why like wireless connecting yeah. locally. Local. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That I don't think I don't think by definition that's street pass. When we say street pass, it was is. the feature where where what if your DS is closed but it's on in your pocket, like on standby, uh-huh. that when you pass other 3DS owners, it would you would actually get coins. Like you would, it would, it would. Oh, really? You'd look back up and say, like, you street pass somebody, but in and you like click a on it, or... show their amiibo. They would say like their favorite food, and then they give you an item. Or for like Pokemon, right? Like if you, I think if you pass by people that had Pokemon, like I think you could either like battle them or something like that, because it would like register their trainer profiles and like stuff like that. I think it was a possible you could, you could see their teams or something like that. It was definitely a gimmick, but it was pretty neat. Like I found it fun as a as a 3DS fan. Like when I'd come home and have like, oh dude, I, I passed ten people. Hell yeah, dude! And you could play a little RPG game to unlock little like they have these. Um, if you got enough coins, you could buy these 3D uh, or you'd get puzzle pieces in the game. You'd get puzzle pieces from people, and if you collected all the puzzle pieces, it would make an image that you could then view in 3D. And that I would argue, Mike, was the only cool thing for the 3D you'd get like a metroid prime 3d model and you can move the camera and look at it in Mm. perfect 3d and it looked really cool they did a good job with that it was just totally like behind the scenes extra bonus content yeah type of gimmick but street pass was cool but like uh, i'm back to like the regular three the regular ds like yeah the online capabilities like with pokemon diamond pearl like they had the gts system where you can like trade anything online you could search like I don't know, like, and like what I was talking about the the download play. I don't know. If, I guess it's like that concept of Street Pass, but like the earlier version. But I remember That's in, in Animal about. Crossing, you're talking about download play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember like in Animal Crossing, like if you're next to people, it'll like yeah. connect, and then you can like visit their island. So you could like, I remember I'd be in the car, and while we're driving, I'm like, oh, maybe I can find someone. While we're like driving yeah. by, you never find anyone. You never though, find you anyone. Be, like, right next to them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's that cool. I remember, um, I went in the the thing to note on the the download play is that if I own Mario Kart and you guys don't, we can yes. all play. Yeah, that was the big, that was that the was big really cool. That, like, yeah. Point was Super that cool. one one person can host it, and then it's obviously limited. It's not the full game. It was like only the battle mode, only yeah. certain stages. If you own both games, then you can do anything. But that was so cool. Like I could like guys, you want to play? Like, well, I don't have the game. Like now you do. You know, yeah. you can just download it for free. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart was good for that. Um, going off of the online, because you were talking about, you know, Animal Crossing had online. Mario Kart DS had online. I think Mario Party maybe. I don't Maybe it didn't, but um, I never owned Mario Party. But there were some great games for the online. I played Animal Crossing a lot. Metroid Prime was online, and it yeah, actually supported the microphone. Yo, yes that was the coolest part yeah. even if, i think pokemon did it too where you could like you could hear each other's voices and it'd be kind of weird like you could like chat on there you know yeah it was and they've since kind of gotten rid of that they now have like a phone app that yeah. you have to keep on at all times for it to work and it's it's Kill shit me, but dude. it works just, just on discord pretty much but um 
Uh, anyways, but that what I was gonna say is like as a kid, that was so fun. I remember going specifically to McDonald's because when that came out, it was kind of when like Wi-Fi, like people had like online Xbox Live via like a, a LAN connector, but like Wi-Fi was still kind of new. It was still kind of rolling out. So like my family didn't have a wireless router at that time. So me and my brothers every day, we would ride our bike to the game store and go to the donut shop, get some, get some, get a donut and then go to McDonald's and order like, you know, a water or like a, a you know, chicken nugget or something and just sit there for like three hours and play Mario Kart DS online because they had free Wi-Fi at McDonald's. Oh, that was like a new, yeah. they released it alongside with Nintendo specifically for the DS. Oh, and so you just, you just yeah, so you smell like McDonald's, but you're just playing games. Like, it was yeah. so fun. In addition, I know I'm talking a lot. I apologize, but I've, I love the original DS. If you own, I could show you right now, but if you own an original DS, you know, a DS Lite, a Fat, whatever, whichever model, DSi, you can still play online despite the servers being offline. You're like, okay, private servers. But I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you how easy it is. There's basically, like, maybe there's a few, but it's... To my knowledge, there is one private server that supports all online games and all it requires, there's no modding, no hacking. All it is, is that when you connect to your Wi-Fi on the DS, you know, have you have to go like search for a wireless access mm -hmm. point and then type in the password and then you're logged in and yeah. it saves it like a phone. While you're doing that, there's like a random setting for like the DNS server or some, there's some box that you usually just ignore. Like you just keep it at default. Yeah. But if you click on that box, and you type in a specific number for this private server, it's it's online public. I have it on my DS right now. It makes every game online again, like today. Dude, so like I could grab it right now, but I bought Mario Kart. I'm like, no way. I actually, just because I heard that rumor, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go buy, I bought a Japanese DS. I bought a Japanese copy of Mario Kart, put it in there, put in the code, and I was playing online. Granted, like it's a small amount of people doing it, so it can be hard to find. But like, if I message you and say like, "Yo, Mario Kart," and you say "Yeah," and we search at the same time, we will find each other. And you can add friend codes, of course, and like that totally works. We tried to do that together, but somehow I couldn't get it to work. I don't know why. Yeah, I was able to play with other people, but I couldn't connect to you for whatever reason. Yeah, it was weird, dude. You know what's crazy? I, could, I went on the dis. Yeah, <clears throat> about the just the DS. The DS is region free, so and especially in Japan, that. Nintendo DS Lite is probably the best just like starting retro console. If you're getting into it, I think that's the best starter. Cuz like I think there's also pretty good like flash carts I think as well. Like I almost I almost want to consider getting one. Dude, it's like um, and in Japan you can get them for like 5 bucks. Like so cheap. Yeah, they're like good they're condition dirt. and you can play Game Boy or can you play Game Boy games on it? Or no? You if you have an original fat Advanced. DS, yeah, the original it, fat, but the it DS, supports all of them. Yeah, but the DS Lite does that play any any Game Boy? It's GBA, just GBA, just GBA, right? Which I think is a yeah. great addition. You know what I mean? Oh, it's awesome. Some people they uh, you've maybe seen on like eBay or Craigslist where some people they'll buy an original fat DS and they'll rip off the top screen yeah, and yeah, just yeah. use that as a Game Boy Advance console. Yeah, uh, it's uh. It's awesome, man. I, do, does the are there any limitations on the original Fat DS in regards to Game Boy? Does it not support original DMG titles, or does it? I think it, I think does, it does everything. I, I think it does everything. Yeah. It does everything. Yeah, that's a fucking monster of a system. <clears throat> I personally, yeah. I like the Fat. Yeah. As ugly as it looks, so I prefer the Fat. Yeah. I think it looks better. It's it what I grew better. up with. Yeah, it, the, the think, light's okay, but it's all like 
it feels all oily like it's got yeah. this kind of like i don't Glossy. know original it's solid it's you could call it ugly i understand that but it's it's the best yeah. i think um but it supports the most it would it just also, get damaged easily the, the fat gets damaged easily yeah the yeah, plastic's kind of it's kind of mine kind of got my, my yeah. hinge kind of got uh destroyed after a while yeah Man, I remember when the DS was coming out, like before it came out, they had the the the, the demo model at my local GameStop yeah. or Game Crazy when Hollywood Video was a thing back with like video rentals. They had the the demo one, and the only game they had was a demo of Metroid Prime Hunters. Mm. And uh, I would I went yes. in there like I went in there like twice a week just to play the demo over and over and over and over yeah. before it came out. Um, and that was when they had the demo model. It looked even different. I don't know if you've seen online. Before the fact, when they like revealed the DS, it looked different than the one that actually came out. It was oh, like man. it was weird, like, weird grooves around the joy around the D pad, and it looked even worse. Believe it or not, um, luckily they changed the design before it actually came out. Still looked ugly, but it was much better. And yeah. um, that Metroid game was actually included in the our fat DSs, <laughs> like the demo version. Oh, the demo yeah. was yeah. God, I have so many good memories with the DS. Yeah. The only my only regret with the DS is that there's no easy way to connect it to a computer for doing like a live stream or a YouTube video. That's the yeah. only bummer is that you're kind of forced to emulate it. And yeah. then if you're playing a game like WarioWare that requires the the thing, I'm not going to use my mouse to yeah. play WarioWare. Like it's not going to be the same, but so I unfortunately don't play my DS very much because I only it's literally only what I you know what I mean? Like it's Solely, I want to play this and play it, and there's some great games. But yeah. if I could capture it and share it with people or like you guys, like via the computer, I think I would be much more. Ob- I would have like a stand on my desk, like let's play some DS because there's such great games, and I just it would be fun to. That's a fun share like live people. thing too, you know. I'm like, yeah, stuff, that'd be a fun thing to do. Maybe you could do like a um, you know how they have like those uh drawing pads? Maybe there's a way to like do <laughs> that, dude. I'm you sure. probably could. I'm sure there's a way. <laughs> There, there was um, a service that you could pay online. You'd, you'd send the guy your 3DS or your DS. Yes, I remember seeing And he would mod it. I remember and he would send this. it back to you, and it had cap- HDMI capture That's abilities. so crazy. But, <laughs> but it was only like one or two people in the entire planet doing it. And it was the guy That's in, like, the in like Germany or something. <laughs> you got to send yeah, it there. And, and, and they no longer do it. So I think it's impossible to get. So now if you want to get a DS that supports it, it costs like upwards of, you know, thousands of dollars because yeah. someone there's only so many that exist. So it's that's the only bummer. Didn't the Wii U though support some DS games? I know, but it was only eShop. I think that's how some people get around with get around it. Is I think the Wii U because it had the touchpad, they actually did kind of like a virtual console but for the DS. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I almost know. yeah, Wii U DS support. I think that's how some people got away with it. And I almost wonder if you could hack a Wii U. You could um you could put games on it. Cause that if 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 you could play DS games on the Wii U and obviously it supports HDMI, it might be worth getting one nowadays just to play DS games. I wouldn't even play Wii U on it. I would just play DS. Simply for the it's like getting a capture card in, essentially. Yeah. I'm gonna start watching the videos here, man. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys know anything about that? I haven't heard anything about that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But is the Wii U touchscreen? Yeah. It is. Oh, it is? 
Yeah. yeah, so there's a guy playing like Mario Kart DS on his flat screen TV via the Wii U, I and I don't know I, if he modded it. I wouldn't get or... if like the top screen is on like the TV and the bottom's on the Wii U. So I, yeah, I guess I guess you would hold it as if, yeah. like if you're holding a 3DS, you're holding it, you're looking at the top screen, and then you're touching the bottom screen, right? Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Like you're oh. holding it, and you have a stylus, and you're it's a little heavier, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not as good, oh, but I'm. It seems like that on the Wii U Virtual Console they had the DS games, right? So I think I think it supports DS emulation, and then oh, I'm watching this YouTube video. This guy is doing like he soft modded it, dude. I didn't even get man. I I, I need to stop buying like consoles because <laughs> I have too many. But like, I guess I never really thought about it until this podcast. Like, um, I gave up buying the PS One, PS Two, PS Three. Like we were talking the other day, just because for, oh, yeah. for money, but. But dude, if I could, if I could like, because that was the thing I missed. Uh, I guess it wouldn't support 3DS. That's the only like setback. Because if it, if if the Wii U was able to soft mod 3DS games as well, yeah, I think I would buy one because then I because I don't know when I go to a game shop in Japan, there's so many 3DS games for so cheap. Uh-huh. But because the 3DS is region locked, mm-hmm. the, the DS isn't, but the 3DS is region locked. Yeah, so. I don't, you know, I don't want to play fucking what like a story based game in Japanese. Yeah. So as much as I want to buy these games, I, you know, if it was region free, I would just order the English one online or something, or you know, maybe I can just own a whatever. But if the Wii U supported 3DS and I could just load like the files onto it and then sh- like live stream them, I think I'd start collecting for the 3DS again because or the original DS because some of the games aren't that expensive. Yeah, they have really good games too. Dude, a lot, of, like a big range it's of weird. The design of the 3DS in Japan is like it, the games are inserted from the bottom, and then, and then the cartridge is like a totally different shape. It has like a little like sticking out part on the top, and then in the American version, you insert the game from the top. What? Wait, what? Really? Yeah, it's. I think it's totally different design. Because I buy, I tried to. I looked at. Um, I tried. I thought that the 3DS was region free, and I bought Super Mario 3D Land, and I tried to pop it into my American 3DS, and it didn't work. And then when I looked at a Japanese 3DS, the games are inserted from the bottom. No, you're talking about the new 3DS, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the new one did that, which I didn't buy, so I didn't know that. Maybe I'm looking at a. I'm looking at a new Nintendo 3DS. And it pops in from the bottom. They must have redesigned the, or no, the I guts. See, I see a 3DS with a bottom slot. The hell? Oh, really? But I also see ones with a top slot. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm looking at 3DSs and there's no bottom slot. So I'm not sure. I think it depends on the model. Maybe it's just a new. Because I know I try, I remember I was looking at it and I was like, what the hell is this? You know, I had like, the original, like, uh, the blue, ocean blue or whatever that came out. Um mm. The the 3ds XL is an awesome design. That screen is beautiful. Yeah. I still have I still have mine. Um, I have an American one. I just wish I could buy Japanese 3ds games and pop them in. That's all. Even if it wasn't Japanese, I, I'd probably buy more games. It's unfortunate because I wonder why they changed. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I'm really not sure because like. Of course, I I own a, an American 3DS. I could import a bunch of 3DS games, but I imagine it's more expensive. I can't live stream it, so I, there's just not enough incentive to me to want to spend money on that. When yeah. all these other games I collect, I can at least I, I I at least know I can share it. For some reason, that's very it yeah, it makes it kind of worth. 
Yeah, it, it yeah. I feel that. Yeah, the, the new 3DS, I guess you're right, it has it on the bottom. That's and I think it was only like some games that really benefited from the new 3DS. Like, um, I think they released, uh, what was that RPG game on the Wii? Xeno, 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 uh, Xenoblade? Xenoblade. Xenoblade. I think they put Xenoblade on the new 3DS with yeah, the boosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Big, biggest bullshit was the you can't play Super Nintendo um, on the virtual console on the regular 3DSs, but they only allowed it for the new Nintendo 3DS. Oh, like it had it came with a virtual console or something? So, so they put out, yeah, so the, you know, the, the store on the 3DS shop, right? They had virtual console on it. So you could, you could download Pokemon. They, they put Pokemon Red on there, Crystal, um, yeah. Zelda games. But then they started putting out Super Nintendo games, like Earthbound was on there, right? Um, Super Mario World. But you couldn't play the Super Mar- the, the Super Nintendo games unless you had the new Nintendo 3DS. So it's kind of like, why? That's so stupid. Because like, they have to have a reason to sell it. Like, why would I buy your system? Super Nintendo, ha yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And the fact that they like, named I'm... it the new, like, they, like new? They I put it that. in the title, dude. Like, I, I guess because they had... Well, because they had the Nintendo 3DS... The 3DS XL, the 3DS LL, the 2DS. Get out of here. And now the new Nintendo 3DS LL. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I think it's because they just ran out of, like, acronyms. They're like, okay, if we did, like, a Nintendo 3DS LL Plus or. It's like a car, like, models. (laughs) That's a hard thing to to explain to a mom, huh? Like, so what's this? LL, they buy you, like, a a fucking 2DS. (laughs) Like,. I'll get the 2DS. Yeah. Dude, I looked at the 2DS on Google, dude, and I just thought it looks so bad. It just looks <laughs> it's bad. Awful. I the only thing I've heard, like we said, is I've I've heard on people on Reddit that are like, as much as it's ugly, as a parent, I love it because it feels indestructible and it yeah. was cheap. Like that's it was like ninety nine dollars. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Like a, so yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. It's crazy. Parents loved it for like little little kids. Yeah. So I can't bash on it too much, but yeah, I wouldn't own it, but. I can see how it appeals to that for just, sure. Just having just having those two screens not in a foldable like you know, yeah format yeah. where it's just like on like a flat like surface, just like two one big screen, one smaller screen. It just looks t- like so. Yeah, awkward. it doesn't like angle towards you either. <laughs> like at least with the hinge, yeah. you can like angle it a little. Yeah, you'd have to get screen protectors for sure on that because it's so exposed. <laughs> you know, so like you're just like putting the, a sticker uh, onto a flat ima- surface. Imagine putting it like screen side down. Oh, all the buttons getting yeah, scratched. Like, like, oh. A kid just going like, hurt. <laughs> like sliding it. <laughs> you need, you need like, a, like a little lid for it, like a Tupperware to like cover it. Like a Man, if case. I could soft model a Wii U for some DS games, I would consider it just for the ability to... I, 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 is that not like a thing? Do people... Like I almost wonder if I go to like it Twitch, to be, man. DS, Wii U. Like there's not people who play this. Like... Uh, I'd be surprised. Or so. Is it because like Nintendo would get mad at you for your system, or probably not? Uh, no, people always just emulate Nintendo it's games. Sued for two point one million dollars, you know? Yeah, just uh, quicker. <laughs> so, would you guys say that the best uh, Nintendo gimmick was the Nintendo DS? We can bring up so the, far. We can bring up the discussions. Yes. Yeah, Sebastian. Uh, I know. I know that you got the DSi. I did, which I don't even know. So they took out the um, the Game Boy slot and they put a camera on it. 
So that's mm. your um, that's your incentive. You have like, dude, you have a, I don't know why I wanted it, dude. Camera on it. Looking back on it, I don't know why the hell you know I, I was like, oh, what camera? The only, you know the only good thing about that console was that like shop with games. Well, that was the first time they introduced it, right? Exactly. So they didn't have it on the DS. That was the first shop so. they had, and the two fucking games was that um there was like a music birds maker and bees. too dude birds and beans birds and be- birds and bees yeah <laughs> birds no, and beans. beans birds and beans, beans. Dude, beans 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 birds and beans best game i think it's the best one of the best birds and beans what Look is up birds, birds and beans dude, dude you don't you know birds and beans Look dude that is an intense game dude. it's sick oh it's a mario game no no Look oh it's on the mario wiki Nintendo, DSi, Birds and Beans. DSi, yeah. Dude, that game was... DSiWare is what it's called. It's a DSiWare. DSiWare. Look up this game, dog. Oh, it's a remake of one of the mini games from Mega, uh, from WarioWare. Yeah. Yes. Uh, The Game of Advance one. Dude, And it was cool, it was cool because... So, let me talk about my DS, you know, because it was mine. But, um... The game, it's like as you played it, right? It's like it starts out like kind of like the music has like a cool like soundtrack, and you're just like a bird on a screen. You're shooting these things that are like these little, I guess, seeds that are coming down, beans that are coming down, and you're shooting, you're just shooting them as a bird. And then as you get better and better, the, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So like more and more come and down. The background and changes. Like, the background I mean, like changes. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's like an arcade game. It, it was fun. It was fun. I guess in hindsight, it's unfortunate to have to accept that um, we were we were asking like, well, what what big publishers make arcade games anymore? It's the it's the iPhone games. It is like this is an iPhone game. Like they have those games you load it up. It's you know Angry Birds or Flappy Bird or whatever. It's an arcade game where you try to go as far as you can. I'm serious. You I I but it's sad, right? Yeah, Mike's just yeah. getting sad over the the re- reality that. That's the future of arcade games. Is the fucking iPhone? Doodle, doodle jump, dude. Give me a little doodle jump. The name of this fucking podcast: Doodle Jump. Chuck E. Cheese, dude. Well, boys. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe like as a kid growing up, they're like, "Oh man, I had so much nostalgia." Remember the iPhone, dude? The the Model One. Yeah, dude, that was. That let's was play. when Nintendo was in their prime, the iPhone 3. Let's play Crossy Road. It's just not. Oh, Crossy Road, dude. That was one at um, Dave & Buster's. Yeah. I had a friend who used to, well, I had an acquaintance that was a little crazy. He used to be, actually. Like, you don't even want to be, like, associated with him? <laughs> dude, well, no, we were just, we were, like, classmates. Like I knew the guy. And he, he invited, he, one time he's like, dude, uh, <laughs> He, he basically, like, I don't know how he invited me, but he basically said, like, dude, I just want to let you know, this is going to sound weird, but, like, I basically, like, for a part-time job, I hustled Dave and Buster's. And I'm like, what do you, what does that even mean? And he goes, he's like, are you free Friday? I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, you you want to so come stretchy. to Dave and Buster's? We'll get a we'll get a beer, we'll get some wings, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. I'm like, all right. So I go to Dave and Buster's out in Clackamas, Oregon. We get, he's like, all right, let's just get some food or whatever, get some food. And afterwards, he's like, all right, let me show you what's up. He had him and, like, two other friends of his showed up. And they're like, he's like, oh, what's up, man? Like, oh, what's up? Like, they're there, like, daily. What these guys do, 
is because a lot of the games are like iPhone games or whatever, you can master these games from home, like from your phone and like figure out like the best way to play them. And then when you go to the Dave and Buster's, if you're good enough, like you have to, it's not like anyone can do it. This guy was crazy. Like he, it was kind of like gambling where like he'd be playing the game and then like he would die and be like, oh, you know, that's a, there's a 15% chance of that. Like run it back. He knew like the stats on like, all right, I'm investing this much for how much return. But they basically figured out a system where there were certain games at certain times that had like, it was literally like a casino where like, oh, this game has a big bonus. Let other people play it. So the bonus gets higher and then go in and win the bonus because rather than, you know what I mean? Like the bonus increases. They had it down to a system where they were going like, seriously, he, he was there. He like went there like almost every day, but he had like a point card or whatever. And your, your, your tickets load onto your point card. And they had a system where at the end of each month, I was so blown away by this. By the end of each month, they would all like pitch in their points and then they would buy like Nintendo switches or Nintendo Wii U's at the time, I think, and then sell those on eBay. And it was, it, they did it so like efficiently and enough and they like charted everything and had graphs and everything uh, and spreadsheets and stuff that they, they knew they were making a profit. So they were doing it all the time and they just enjoyed doing it anyway, even if it was like minimal, but he's like, yeah, dude, I make like, you know, a few hundred bucks a week doing this. It's like, damn, like, and, but, but he, but they invested a lot of time in it. Granted, it wasn't just like, they just walked in and like, they knew what they were fucking doing, but he showed me a few of his tricks and I was able to like, I was like, okay, I can see this. And they, he was also really, really good at that. Uh, what was the DDR spinoff where the, 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 the arrows are in the corners instead of up, down, left and right. I never liked those games. Beat There's Mania? a Dance Dance Revolution spinoff called like know. Beat Mania or Spin know. Mix or something where yeah, the, something. instead of it being up, down, left, right, it's in the top left, top right corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And him and, his, him and his crew, his crew showed up. And he's like, all right, we're going to play DDR for a bit. I'm like, all right. And these guys, dude, you know, I mean, you've seen like crazy YouTube videos of people like, yeah, they turn around and they still know the moves. That's what these guys were. They would like, he would jump into the song and then halfway through the song, they would load up two player game, right? So there's two people playing but there was four people total and they would rotate just for the fun of it. It was like a challenge. Like they were this good at the game where like two people would play. And then there's a point where the song like, like has like a, like a two second pause. And then they would all shift switch. over one. So the oh guy on the left God. would switch to the right. The next one would go in and then they'd keep going. And, I'm, and they, they, they showed up and they like changed into like, like workout clothes and put on like, like their Nikes Jesus. and grabbed like water bottles. So like, right, let's go. So when you ask like, when you ask, like, so you don't want to be affiliated? It was like, well, yeah, it was a, it was a little strange. <laughs> it was, it yeah. was a little strange. <laughs> but I'm not trying to make fun. It was, it was, I was, uh, well, it was revealing. It was shocking for sure. Yeah, but that's wild. Like David Buster's that's crazy. It's a whole yeah. world no one knows about. You yeah. Nah, <laughs> uh, they didn't catch on. Like the David Buster's didn't catch on at all. Like that they were doing something. They weren't doing anything illegal. Yeah, they're just. What were they doing? They were just David figuring Buster's out the system. Profit. Dude, because there's so many people that go in there. There's just like a select small amount of people who is actually winning the prizes. And mm. like, you know what I mean? Like as a company, yeah. it's David Buster's. I don't think they really care. Yeah, they don't give but a yeah. it's not an actual casino. They're not going to, hey, you're winning too much on that video game. And those like, prizes off. are made to be won too. Exactly. It's like, fuck off. I figured it That's out. Cool. <laughs> like, I'm going to go back. Damn. Yeah. Bro, I don't even figure something out like that. You can go to get David Buster's every day. <laughs> at the end of that they're like so you want to join like, i know i talk too much for you guys so i'll i won't say too much but in relation to that story 
some friends of mine and I found a website back in the day that seemed so sketch. We're like, no way this is true. It was a flash game website that had five games every day. It was kind of like a casino type of game, like a roulette. Uh huh. But because they're programmed games, we figured out how to beat some of these games. Like, like cons- not every time, but there was like a there was a pattern to it. Like if you do it right now, you have your best chance of winning. Every day, the high score of each game was contacted. Like your account, they would email you like, hi, you were the high score of the day. You you win a prize. Here's the prizes. You could get at the time an iPod touch, which was uh, it just came out. Yeah. Just came out. iPod touch. You could get one hundred dollars cash as a Visa gift card. One of those like Visa yeah, yeah. you know, credit card gift cards. You get an iPod touch, a Visa card, and like two other items that weren't worth it or whatever yeah so me and some friends i'm like dude this is probably bullshit but we should just try let's like spend like a week and try to win one of these games and see if one of us gets the prize because what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to send you anthrax in the mail like what's going to happen so we did we spent like a week two weeks when we mastered this roulette game and we would take turns because like there was only one game that we mastered pretty much and we're like all right like let's let eric win today like okay thanks and then i would play all day and i would get the high score once i got a certain score i knew i was pretty much good and I'm like, all right, there's no way. But it's like, all right, send us your your home address and your name and your phone number and we'll send you, you know, your prize. And I'm like, all right, again, the worst that can happen is they're just going to send me spam mail, right? Like, what are they really, they're going to they're gonna swap me or something? <laughs> a month later, I open my mailbox, a fresh iPod Touch, brand new, from Apple. Oh, oh my God. So wow. I showed this to my friends. I'm like, you guys, it's fucking real. It, I can't remember the name of the. I'll, if I remember before the end of the podcast, I'll name it. It's obviously gone now. But this was like, this was like, I'm so proud of this story. Yeah. Because it was one of those things where like you and some friends were like, I don't know, dude. It's kind of like Bitcoin. You're like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. And then it pays off. And it's always and if, you're like, yeah. And you got an iPod. Touch. Always like those games like that are like chance. It's always like I can never win, dude. I'm never gonna win. What? We fucking figured it out. And we, so it was, it was once a day and we would, or maybe it was once a week, but I think it was once a day. And it was, yeah, we would just take turns. And I, a friend of mine, he's like, dude, I've gotten like eight of those Visa cards, 800 bucks cash. So you had, to, you had to like pay to play it or no? No. Oh, what? no, it was free. Just free. It was, I mean, they had advertisements. You had, I think oh, you had to sit through an okay, ad every time okay, the game reloaded. Okay. I think that was the catch. Yeah. So they, they obviously made enough profit per day yeah, that enough people yeah. were trying. That they all saw the ads and they're like, all right, pay a hundred bucks to one of the guys. Like, dude. Yeah, dude. Now I see like yeah. a big thing on uh, like some Twitch streamers are doing like just gambling, like casino stuff online. I, I like, think online gambling has gotten popular with crypto, right? Is that why? I think it's because um, of crypto. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But like, I, dude, I see. Like, I think I see some people like losing, like, like the top stream, like a lot of big streamers losing, like, a lot of money, like seventy k. Like, it's crazy. It's a popular trend, and I'll be yeah. honest. When I'm watching it, it's like, dude, this kind of makes you want to gamble. Yeah. But fortunately, I don't have any money to gamble with, dude. So. <laughs> I mean, you got you got that little piece of Bitcoin. There's, I think, one called like. I know. Um, there's this one game called Crash where it's just <laughs> you can do it in in crypto and it's literally just like a rocket going to the moon and it's like a random like you just wait for how long it like goes and like it's a random like time it just like crashes so like the longer you wait the more you can win but like it can just die you know what I mean and you lose everything oh that sounds <laughs> I terrible. think I saw that game or at least a similar one yeah. and it it's it, it's by like a times like you win you win yeah yeah like one a multiplier 5 times, yeah like a multiplier right it's a multiplier 
I saw the multiplier go up to like past triple digits yeah, once. Man. A hundred times. And when I look at yeah. it, I'm like, I'm like, should I just? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Because do I, one, go for one. Is, I'll do. One. Is there a is is there a gray law with gambling with crypto? Because it's not you're not gambling with USD. That it's kind of okay. I mean, like, I think people actually I, do in actual um, money though, online. Or I don't know. I never actually. I don't. I don't completely know. But uh, I think I think online casinos because I used to do some. I used to play some poker, and I, my friends were like kind of explaining it to me. Yeah. I think if you want to win money, you have to do it through a, Euro, a U, European website, um, and you have to set up like an account that they can send money to legally. That then you can transfer, and there's some fees because uh-huh. American yeah. online gambling is not legal really in, in the u.s but yeah but i think but but all these streamers are doing it and i i, I imagine the way they're getting around it is because it's like oh they're just playing a game and they win this dude, virtual currency it's, it's like a video it's game legit, it's legit it's money. like sponsors now it's like a gambling yeah like casino and everything like, imagine little kids going on twitch and they're like i want to i want to win i want to play mom they, give me your credit, credit card, card. <laughs> yeah yeah man that's uh it's, I'll be honest though, though when it's crypto, because you kind of don't feel like you're using real money. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's like play money. It's kind yeah, of little, enticing. Blackjack, like, and they have like the live tables and everything. You're like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like live. It's like yeah. live. Like legit. It's like streamed. Like, yeah, like live. Was, uh, yeah, people dude. doing tables and stuff. And you can like sit Ar- in and like poker. You could like have take a seat. It's cool, man. Are casinos in Vegas doing that you. kind of thing? I think they have to Are be. casinos in Vegas? That's smart, like, dude. Do they have like a little crypto corner in like a, like a, like, you know, uh, I'm pretty, Las dude, Vegas like, casino? I was watching and I saw like uh, the guy was going into like one table to sit down and you see like behind, it's just like 20 different tables, just like a dealer and it's just like empty table and it's I think all virtual. So I don't know, man. This is, this is, this is perfect on the uh, topic of Sega arcades is casinos, the original yeah. arcade. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to casinos, the original gaming yeah. arcade center. The gambling is fun, unfortunately. It's it is fun. Uh, did you guys ever? Did you like when I? I don't know about you guys, but when I turned eighteen, there was a casino. Um, for those listening that might not be in the U.S., gambling is very strict in the U.S. But if you go to certain areas, like Vegas, is an exception because it's on an Indian reservation. Um, that's. Indian reservations are allowed to. So when I when I turned eighteen, there was a casino that allowed eighteen year olds into the casino. They'd give you like a wristband that yeah. said, "I'm not allowed to drink alcohol, but you could gamble." Yeah. And on my on my birthday, I'd it's go like, in there. But I only I'm, I always I'm a frugal guy, so I go in with fifty bucks or a hundred yeah. bucks, and I say I either play until I lose this or I double it, and I'll I'll, I'll at least stop and then yeah. maybe like resume or whatever. But and I doubled my money on my birthday. I don't know. Do you guys ever? blackjack when you go on vacation or anything i i've nope. i've only like been in i've never well, at least stop and then yeah. maybe like resume or whatever but and i doubled my money on my birthday i don't know do you guys there ever you blackjack when you go on vacation or anything i i've nope. i've only like been in i've never like deal I, I don't know i'm just too like i don't know no it's okay i i, I respect people hey, who don't because in, it is in high thing, school dude, dude in high school we were just going black like in class <laughs> we'd just be doing like the turnaround and we'd just be doing blackjack for, like, dude, five bucks and I used and to play, we used to roll dice did you guys ever roll dice in school <laughs> no, no dude, that was, me, a bit, that was a bit past my times 
we'd get single bills and uh, we'd roll dice. I remember I was on a, I was uh, on the street corner. <laughs> no, like my friends and I, we went on a, uh, there was a football camp. I was, uh, believe it or not, played football. Damn, All my friends damn. played. So I, just, I was just on the team and I just dicked around and just got good exercise. Here. But I get the girls. Were, no, definitely not. I got <laughs> rocked. Football sucked. I, uh, I, uh, but every year there was a, a Boise camp football trip where you'd go to boise university boise state oh, wow. and mm. like all the high schools would come and train in reality it was just a party like not drinking but like it was just so fun like to be there with like all the boys and like yeah. you're at this campus oh, university skateboards aren't allowed so everyone would bring scooters so it was like scooter <laughs> squads going around dude it was fun boise state that was like the best part of football and but but on that trip it was always a popular thing where we'd, we'd gamble the whole time we'd, we'd roll yeah. dice or uh play uh um Oh, what's that game called? Not uh, Egyptian Rat Upstart. Screw. Upstart. No, no, no. There's a game called Ace AC Ducey. You ever heard of AC Ducey? No. Oh my god, guys! AC. I gotta get. I gotta get you. Dude, we gotta. We gotta get some just single dollar bills because you're playing with like twenty bucks with your friends at that point, dude. And play some AC Ducey. That shit is so. Ducey. It's a card based game. Oh yeah. You basically like AC Ducey. You basically like so. Say like I'm the dealer and I put. I. I. It's all obviously cards, so it's random. But I put like a two down, <clears throat> and then like a and like a ten. And it's Mike. It's your it's your call. Right. You're so like the pots at whatever. Everyone has to put it in Annie to get in. So it's a dollar, right? So if you want to play, you put in a dollar and you say like hit me basically. And if the next card is valued between two and ten, you win the pot. Oh. So so you're betting that the next card will be in between those two values. So if you get an ace and an ace, ace counts as one and it also counts as high. So the only way you break on the next card is if it's another ace. Because if it's a match, if it's matching the two, it breaks. It doesn't count. Yeah. Um, and you fun. actually owe you owe the bet. So if the pot is like ten dollars and it's like a, a you know a two and a king, and you're like, oh dude, easy, a bet. You're matching the pot for ten dollars, but an ace comes out and you lose. You owe ten dollars to the pot, and now the pot's bigger. And now it's to Sebastian. Yeah. Boom, boom, and it, it just rotates. It's super fun, super fun, and. But dice was fun too, and I remember I bought a Boise State backpack with the earnings from from rolling dice. That was like my my prize. I'm like, yeah. yeah, dude, yeah. it was like a trophy. Do you still have that? Yeah, Boise boys. I actually I gifted it to a friend of mine before I moved to Japan because I didn't have room for it, but yeah. he he has it. That's yeah, so. so. Dude, Boise I boys. Card games are always like the best like drunk games. You know? Oh man, we should do, we should do a gaming podcast on just like board games and card games. You know. Just like the family games. Yeah. Dude. Like, you're talking we about card games. Of, we have a lot of weird foreign ones, dude. Our dude, me and, me and Mike played weird games. Yeah. What, what's a weird game? What's a, what's one of, like, name one? Sebastian knows better than me. I don't know. We had one what that had, remember, like, we had, we had one that had, like, mushrooms. Like, yeah. it's like a mushroom. So there was one, there was one that was called Grzybo Branie, and it's like, you have these little, which in Polish it means mushroom picking, and it's literally just, you just, like, you're like a little gnome guy and like you pretty much just go around and you there's these mushrooms that you put on the board and they're different colors and they're worth points and literally you roll a dice and you have a little basket and then like whoever can collect the most mushrooms wins sounds dope it's just like it's kind of fun yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of as a kid it's fun because there's like little mushrooms on the boards and you just get collect them so you, have, if you take the magic mushroom does your character stray from the path <laughs> I don't know. We got we, we got to look at we got to look at, I got to look into it because I don't remember anymore. Let's try. It's that Amanita mascara, dude. Um, <laughs> we also had another one though uh, that I I don't there was, know. There was one that was kind of racist. I think. I was just about to say. Now that I think about it, it sounds kind of racist. So the Wait, game. Racist put it together. 
All right, so I'll explain it. Um, it's called Hinchik, which in Polish means just Chinese person. And, and, and right. literally, read you loud and clear, okay? And literally, it's just like a, it's like the simplest. I think, just I think there's an American variant of it, the way that it works. Yeah, it's but like they just decided you start, to name it Chinese guy. Yeah, and there's like Chinese like <laughs> dragons on the board, and like this Chinese guy, like stereotypical looking Chinese guy. And literally, you start, and you start. Do you know that game where it's like you start, you have like four. You got to like go those, around like, the board and every t- whoever goes around the board enough times and gets five of their pieces wins basically. Why is it called China Guy? I don't know. Because they're greedy. What? <laughs> like, hey guys, I got this new game. It's called Chinaman. You want to play? What's it have to do with China? No, not, not much. Just a oh, name, but. Uh, I'm just trying to win or wow. something. You guys ever play Pass the Pig? Ever hear of this game? No. Oh, I was a big past the pig, man. We never really had a lot of like American game stuff except for like video games. I think. Okay. Past the pig was awesome. It came in this like travel case so you could take it camping and stuff. I'd always bring it camping. It was basically like Yahtzee where you basically like everyone gets a scorecard and you roll dice and you just add your points and whoever has the most points at the end wins and it's, it's all by chance. Yeah. But instead of dice, they had these literal like these rubber pigs, like they looked real. They weren't like cartoony. It was like a pig and a pig. Yeah. You get two of them. And you'd I'm roll looking at it right the, now. The pig, yeah. The pigs are designed in a way that when you roll them, they'll either land like on their stout or on their back or on their ear. If they land, if they're doing like a like a like a break dancing, like where their heads like pivoted and their legs are in the air and they're on their ear like this, that's worth the most points. It was it was called the I don't remember the name of it, but past the pig it's just, as a kid i i brought it with me like to school and shit i played it with my friends it was hell? awesome this looks so past the pig dude it's like ten dollars yeah there's no reason not to own this game it, it's awesome past the pigs dude past the, i remember i played the oh, that's once. great dude, game. i remember this, this is, is a, a memory game. this is a memory i went back it's to just the... it's just one of those like you're out you're having a barbecue yeah. or you're camping or you're having a picnic and yeah. you just need something dumb to play it's super fun mm. i remember yeah, i went fun. over my friend's uh house it's and awesome. They were like, oh, you got to play Yahtzee. And I'm like, I never played that. And they're like, what? And they looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? So they taught me <laughs> Yahtzee in a night and like, it's fun. It's fun. There's a lot of good board games, man. Like, oh, like, yeah. It's like a nice cafe with some board games or a bar with some board yep. games. There's, um, I wish we all lived in Portland because the, that bar, there's a, not the barcade, but there's another, um, it's like a Warhammer shop. They sell like, you know, Magic the Gathering yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. They have a bar inside, so you have to be 21 to go in. Uh, but in there specifically, if you order a drink or something, you're allowed. You're you gain access to all their board game. Uh-huh. So people go in there and just have beers and play these like really obscure games that have some of them have like really complex rule sets, which turns off like the average person. Like I probably wouldn't. But like Settlers of Catan, for example, right? Yeah. Like that's a popular one that 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 went kind of viral. Um, but yeah, so but I that would just be so fun because I always go there. I'm usually in there by myself or like with one friend, and we're like we're not trying to stay there all day. Yeah. But when you see like a group, you can tell there's people who like schedule like one day out of their week to go and play a game. Yeah, a bunch of just people. looks so fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Damn. All yeah. Did right. you hear the opportunity? Uh, last. Last. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No. We could wrap this up. I was just gonna send you the pass the pig, uh, the score sheet. The this score is, sheet. I want to see. It names all the moves and. The cider, the trotter, the razorback, the macon bacon, <laughs> the leaning jowler, the snouter, dude. The leaning jowler was the big one. 
<laughs> oh my god! That's what I came love in the box. That. That's so nostalgic. The snap. So make it bacon. If, if the pigs are touching each other, you go back to zero. You, so you don't want the pigs to touch. You don't want to make bacon. Mm. Making bacon. I love it. I love it. I love it. Making pigs. <clears throat> Damn. Well, all right. You know what? We've all been right. going over two hours. It was a nice, cozy podcast. I hope you guys, whoever's listening, thank you so much. If you made it this far, our three fans. Um, <laughs> podcast is found anywhere, audio, platforms, wherever you're going to listen to it. Uh, YouTube with the video. Scandalized podcast. That's it. Goodbye, guys. Thank, thank you, you so guys much. for listening. Bye.